Hello, welcome to the Roll Together podcast. Thank you for joining us for these podcast versions of our streamed shows from Twitch. You can always find our schedule of upcoming shows at twitch.tv slash rolltogetherrpg slash schedule. Please do leave a review and we look forward to adventuring together. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Dice Bless Us, Everyone. I have no one to blame but myself for that name, and here we are. Thank you for joining us for an evening of Dungeons and Dragons. I am Rebecca and I will horrifyingly be your dungeon master tonight. We are thrilled to be streaming at twitch.tv forward slash RollTogetherRPG. For those who are new to Dungeons and Dragons, welcome, it's wonderful. Everyone here plays fantasy characters in a fantasy universe. These five magnificent players each have their own unique character with sheets that tell them who they are, what they can do, their deepest, darkest secrets and what dice to roll. They'll mostly be rolling this 20-sided die to see if they succeed in what they're trying to do. A 20 is magnificently good, a 1 is delightfully bad. And while they play their characters, everything else in said fantasy universe is played by me. Ghosts, Christmas presents, carol singers, you name it. Between me describing the world and the story, the players describing what they want to do, and some dice rolls to keep things unpredictable, we will tell our story. Um... Most importantly, shall we meet our players? Um, I was going to say most Christmassy to least, but you're all remarkably unchristmassy. Um, is anyone actually wearing a Christmas jumper? You win if you are. Oh. Joe, <laughs> so, could you introduce uh, yourself, so name, your pronouns, and then a little bit about character and their pronouns? Uh, yep. Hello, everyone. Uh, I am Joe. I use he/him pronouns. Uh, very excited to be joining for joining for another chaotic one shot after the fun of last time. Rude. I wasn't wasn't applying anything against your DMing. Just um, yeah, I will be playing Rudolph, who is a Drake Warden Ranger and also uses he/him pronouns. Amazing, uh, Evie. You're not in a Christmas jumper, but you are looking magnificently warm and festive. Well, it is relatively Christmassy. I mean, there's snowmen and penguins. And... Yeah, I take it back. You <laughs> Sorry, you should have gone first. That's fair. I just didn't want to draw attention to myself. <laughs> what? Feeling all right? I don't know. Maybe it's a fever. Um, hi, I'm Evie. I use she/her pronouns, and I am going to be playing Detritus, who uses he/they uh, he/they pronouns, not pronouns. That's I assume something else. Um, Detritus is an astral elf. Paladin with an oath of vengeance against the jolly red bastard who dared to give them coal one cold Christmas uh, wintermas morn. Amazing. Um, as you can see, I gave the players the, grif- the brief of Christmas, fun, jolly, happy, and mm-hmm. Evie took that and understood it completely. Thank um, you. Rather than carrying on judging what you're wearing, which is feeling kind of mean, I'm just going to <laughs> around my screen. Liz. Hello, I'm Liz. I use they, them pronouns, and I will be playing Bleak, uh, who is a nutcracker, a very small construct uh, barbarian who may or may not have escaped or made his own way from Mercandraw, Bogwood Resort and Spa. He's part of their seasonal staff and is here with everybody else to hopefully not burn out his wiring too badly. Amazing. Thank you, Liz. Sean. Oh, me. Um... Hi, I'm Sean. I use he, him, and I will be playing Dustin Sandstrom, who uh, also uses he, him. Uh, Dustin is an Earth Genazi artificer slash wizard. Um, 
he is um, from the Feywild and has uh, a, a penchant for um, uh, enchantment-y type wiz- uh, wizardry. Um, I'm not going to go into too much detail, but there you go. Intriguing. Thank you, Sean. And last but absolutely not least, Mike. I am Mike. Uh, I use he, him, and I'm going to be playing Happy, um, the literal Christmas elf. Um, tiny, maybe what, two foot tall, <laughs> um, with all of the bells and whistles, um, and he despises this time of year, but we can figure out why uh, at some point. Incredible. So a really jolly, happy group of people. Awesome. Um, We will have a word from our sponsors and then we'll be back to tell some kind of story. We are delighted to be sponsored by HeroForge. HeroForge offers fully customizable tabletop minis with dozens of fantasy species and thousands of parts to choose from. You can see all of the minis that we designed for this stream in the overlay and they animate when we enter the combat, so look out for that. HeroForge are fantastic, so do check out the pro membership where you can get premium access to features ahead of time and beta access to things um, and all sorts of cool stuff that just makes your life a lot easier. And you can check them out at heroforge.com. We are delighted to be sponsored by Ultra Pro. They make accessories for D&D, Magic the Gathering and more. My favourite part of their collection are their figurines of adorable power. Here is their gazer. Uh, they also make other things such as deck boxes uh, if you play Magic the Gathering. You can find all of Ultra Pro stuff at ultrapro.com. Hey friends, check out our new sponsor, Phoenix Dice, for a carefully created menagerie of click-clack math rocks for your delectation. Check out their entire selection at phoenixdice.com, and just so you know, Phoenix Dice are all about living gloriously in the worlds of tabletop games and sustainably in this one, which means their dice are working to be recycled, their packaging is recycled, the dice are made of sustainable materials, it's all great stuff, you should definitely get involved. You can also join us today in chat with a chance to be in a raffle and win some Phoenix Dice of your own. Just put exclamation mark dice into chat and you'll be in with a chance to win. We are proud to be sponsored by Alchemy RPG. Reimagine your gaming experience with Alchemy. They're focused on creating immersive cinematic experiences everywhere you interact with tabletop role-playing games. Playing a game, creating a world, streaming, watching live games, discovering new content, look at all the cool stuff that they are doing there. You can use environmental motion art, scene-based music, seamless character management to run your games over the internet, with upcoming features including homebrew content, streaming overlays, and spectator mode. So go and check out alchemyrpg.com. We're delighted to be supported by Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms, a Dungeons & Dragons strategy video game that brings together D&D characters from novels, adventures, and multiple live streams into a single grand adventure. Select your heroes and formation and battle through waves of monsters for free on PC, phone, PlayStation, Xbox, and Nintendo Switch. You can pop exclamation code into chat for a free Electrum test. We're delighted to be supported by Neverwinter. In Neverwinter, explore and defend one of the most beautiful cities from Dungeons and Dragons' Forgotten Realms campaign setting as it rises from the ashes of destruction. Epic stories, action combat, and classic role-playing await those heroes courageous enough to enter the fantastic world of Neverwinter. Neverwinter is completely free to play, so set yourself up an account today and pop exclamation mark NW gift into chat for a link to a free gift. 
Check out our supporters at D&D Beyond, your guide to digital dirt and dirt. Make character sheets online, share them in a campaign, and track all of those tasty little stats in one easy place. You can use the Beyond app to track the characters on the go. You can also use their encounter tracker and archive monsters to run any smooth combat thing. You know what I'm saying. You're a DM. You've done this before. You know D&D Beyond is the place to go. You can also check out our character sheets and an exclamation point characters in Twitch chat below. Check out our wonderful supporters, Elderwood Academy, who make beautiful bespoke gaming themed gear, including hex chest dice boxes, spellbook deck boxes disguised as bespoke ancient arcane tomes, and scroll and codex dice tower and rolling tray pairings. Make your own with their online designer at elderwoodacademy.com. This stream will run for three hours, and there will be a roughly five to ten minute break somewhere near the middle. We run shows on Monday, Tuesday and Friday at 6pm Greenwich Meridian slash British Summertime, which is 10am Pacific Time, 1pm Eastern Standard Time, 7pm in mainland Europe, and 2am Tuesday morning in Japan and parts of Australia. On Mondays and Tuesdays, we run TTRPG streams for three hours and on fridays we run our talk show talk together for one hour our ttrpg streams can be one shots four six eight or 12 weeks long you can always find our latest schedule at twitch.tv slash roll together rpg slash schedule we are roll together rpg on all socials so find us on twitter instagram facebook and even tiktok Links in chat. Thank you to our D20 Club on Patreon. Uh, you can find a link in chat. Help us make our shows from just one pound, one dollar, or one gold piece, and unlock more tiers by joining. Our D20 Club are fab. Uh, they've created a fan Discord for us. Um, they've also made a wiki page for Roll Together. You can find that at rolltogether.fandom.com. Uh, welcome to our podcast listeners. And um, if you also would like to listen to us via podcast, you can search Roll Together RPG on your favorite podcast provider. If we're not there, let us know and we will add ourselves to that list. Finally, we play with a diverse group of players who play a diverse set of characters with wide-ranging sexual and gender identities. Our tables are trans and GNC positive, and we encourage and champion trans and GNC players and characters in our games. The DM and players may portray characters that are of a different gender to their own. We aim to avoid misgendering, but acknowledge that it does happen. And we have a company policy in place for correcting people on pronouns. If we miss an instance of misgendering, we are open to being corrected. So please do just let us know if you think one has been missed. Uh, check out exclamation mark safety in chat for content warnings and some of the safety tools that we use through the TTRPG safety toolkit. And now let's begin. It is Christmas Eve, and yes, I'm aware it should be Wintermas or Winterville or something, but we're in Dickens, so it's fantasy Christmas Eve. Snow is falling thickly over the rooftops, cobbled streets and chimneys of the town. Through the snowfall, citizens hurry along, wrapped up warm, eager to get inside. Their pace quickens as they pass Misanthrope Manor with its high spiked walls, triple padlocked gates, sense of extra arcane protection and dark forbidding atmosphere. But then they relax again once the manor is passed and they reach the tavern next door. Through the snowfall, the windows of the tavern glow a warm inviting amber. 
A casual passerby would hear the sound of laughter, cheerful conversation and the clinking of glasses as friends and family share a convivial evening of drinking and merriment before heading home to sleep for Christmas morning. As the evening progresses, most folk trickle out of the tavern and head home, needing to wrap the last few presents and peel the last few vegetables, or just needing to get a good night of sleep before being awoken by small children early in the morning. Eventually, it's on its way to midnight, and there is only one group of customers remaining in the tavern. A group of adventurers unwinding and celebrating their latest success. So, adventurers, um, who are you? What are you up to? How did this last adventure that you had just returned from go? Did we land on a name? We had we had a name, didn't we? I think we were the humbugs. Leave humbugs. Humbugs. Super cheerful. In the bar, so you're the bar humbugs. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well done. I love that. Um, sure, I, don't I have to up my pun game. Bar has been set. Um, I don't know. I, th- I think Dustin's probably just kind of uh, quietly sipping something, letting the merriment kind of happen around around him. Um, Feel like the hmm? I was just because I, I feel like the the uh, the heist probably didn't go entirely to plan as far as he was was concerned, but you know we got away from it. So yeah, I'm gonna say happy sort of in the corner with two like beautiful eye ringers, um, black eyes <laughs> from whatever happened. Um, definitely did not follow the plan in some form or other. Say detritus is probably kind of next to you, just kind of broodingly picking gum out of their hair, just like. <laughs> Rudolph is trying to patch one of the many, many holes in his rather threadbare robes, um, of which I'm sure he's accumulated a few more over the course of the latest adventure, uh, pausing only occasionally to feed a carrot to his reindeer. Uh, and I think as all of this is going on, like through the tavern, through the bar, humbug um is this little very small soldier looking construct with like a white beard that's obviously stuck on um a charming hat and very like visible teeth um <laughs> and he's got his drum and he can't put it down it's he's got drumsticks in his hand and uh, he'll just be wishing everybody in there seasons greetings 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 please relax please relax please relax and you'll see in like the dim light the kind of sparks coming out of his wiring um, as he'll kind of roll into a wall and then kind of waddle across to the table where everyone is. A completely normal grouping. Um, excellent. Am I right that your last adventure was you were trying to protect an important small child who'd be mistakenly left alone, but um, said small child didn't believe you were there to help? Less in. Yeah. I got stuck in the chimney. Did you? It's very oh, upsetting. Um, was it a success? Did did said small child get reunited with parents and you got paid? Or is this a miserable thing? I feel like half, maybe. Yeah. We succeeded but didn't get paid. <laughs> oh, I was I was gonna say we didn't succeed, but we did get paid. So uh... <laughs> the reunion happened, but we had nothing to do with it. <laughs> I don't think Bleak knows what money is, so Bleak was just there for the ride. 
And how long do you feel you have been together as a party? Hmm. At least a couple of Christmases. I feel like we're a Christmas party. Like we come together at this time every year to commiserate about <laughs> about the season's jobs. <laughs> So as you all sit in this bar humbug and um, commiserate, is there anything in particular being discussed? Yes, uh, Dusty's probably just like um, assessing kind of what what happens. Like, well, I think that uh, I think the next time maybe we need to um, uh, follow the original instructions rather than just, you know, go off all, all you know, shotgun and everything. Um, or we could just, you know, wing it as, as, as we always do. Um, I don't, I, I really don't mind. I don't. I, uh, speaking of next time, are we planning to do some more together after Christmas or is everyone uh, wrapped up here for the year? I, I can't remember what plans people have. I'd say keep going until, until New Year's and then See you next time. That sounds like a good idea. What I've got another New Year's party to join up with then, so... Uh, Blake will turn to Dustin and ask, what are these instructions that you speak of? Do they well, like, outline specifically what we have to do? 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 I, I mean, to be fair, um, the instructions were really, you know, knock on the door, let the child know that we're there to help and and proceed to do the babysitting rather than, you know, attempt to get in through the back door just in case somebody had already broken in. Is that what we have to do for every mission? That is not what we have done I, for I every mission. for quite a lot of our missions, knocking on the front door would not go well. Which, not in our defence, is a reasonable justification for not doing it this time. I, I, I thought it was supposed to be there to steal everything, so... To be fair, it's the season for people to come down chimneys, so I don't think we were barking up completely the wrong tree. I, I thought it was a good idea. Yeah, I thought it was as well. Thank you. I, I mean, it, it, you know, ordinarily, yes, you know, on, on the sort of jobs that we get hired for, we, we don't want to knock and make a presence known, but considering that the you know person hiring us specifically said... Make sure that you make yourself known because he's a skittish child. Um, I will say I'm sorry about lighting the uh, fire. That was not cool of me. Uh, Funny, but not cool. Very, very warm, in fact. It was, yeah, a little uncomfortable. Blistering, in fact. Yeah. There's like singe marks in Bleak's beard where it's clearly Mm. taken to the flame. (laughs) Rudolph looking even more thread-robed than he was before. A little bit, a little bit. How are the reindeer? Who is the reindeer? Is the reindeer in the tavern with you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is my reindeer, Nicholas. He is always with me. He has come into the tavern. I don't want to leave him outside. It's cold. This is a normal, normal-sized... Yeah. Okay. Great. You, are you telling us that, you know, you, you haven't sent Nick out? I, I can't, can't say I have this time, no. <laughs> I don't know whether to add five points on to the final NPC or take hit points off the final NPC. Could I try and play Nicholas a, a, a little rhythmic beat on my drum to see if he would like it? You 
absolutely can do that. You know what? I have proficiency in performance. This is the only oh. instance in which I could use this. I'm very excited. Please describe for us the way that Bleak serenades a reindeer. Well, it's accidental, but it sounds great because it was a 22. <laughs> um, but the, but there's like, zzz, zzz, and it actually gets a nice syncopated rhythm to it. And the zzz is kind of slightly elevated above the noise of all the people talking in the tavern. And like, you start to see people kind of tapping to the to the syncopated beat on the table. And how's Nicholas feeling about it, Joe? I, I think he will smile at you and your drum. Uh, there's there's an incessant grin the entire time as I'm playing I drum. Um but yeah, that's that's how that goes down. Sorry, the reindeer smiles at it. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. It's it's been just, around us for a while, little... picked up some matterisms of just a little. <laughs> Specifically, did he smile at you perum pum pum? Precisely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excellent. Well, as this goes on and there is music the closest to joy that this group can muster, which is, you know, a fixed Richter smile on the face of a reindeer and general grouching and thinking about New Year plans, rehashing the heist just committed that was meant to be babysitting. Um, As mentioned, the tavern empties out. It is just you. And you hear, you suddenly realise how late it is when you hear the clock strike one. Suddenly, every bell around seems to clang. Um, Even things that shouldn't be clanging, uh, glasses and tankards on the shelves behind the barkeepers start knocking themselves together. The church bells ring aggressively, and it does sound aggressive for just one dong, for it's just one o'clock in the morning. It's an obnoxiously alarming clanging of bells. The door knocker on the tavern suddenly takes on a horrifying appearance, but just for a second, you clearly just imagined it. Candles and lights around the tavern blow out, the air freezes, and as if you have blinked and then they've been there all along, three ghostly figures appear in front of you. What would you like to do? Leek will immediately say, welcome to Mercandraw Bog Resort and Spa. <laughs> Seasons, greetings, greetings, greetings. Do they reply? Rudolph will rapidly back up, probably knocking over a couple of chairs in his taste to get some space between him and these figures. Happy's going to throw himself underneath a table. Are any oh. of them dressed in red? No. <sighs> okay. Fair enough, I'm just go... Um, they, are, they are three very distinct figures. The first is quite childlike in size, but then with aged white hair and hunched over like an older person um, dressed in white. The second is huge and dressed in green with curly brown hair and beard. And the third, you can't see clearly. They seem to be carrying their own patch of darkness with them and are dressed in a dark hooded garment that conceals all their features you can just see one pointing hand that as bleak speaks reaches out and points towards bleak i'll point back the figure starts to advance and then stops and points at rudolph instead uh merry christmas are you here that there are still some drinks being served Oh no, I think they just rang the last orders. Didn't you hear all of that? Oh. 
Um, as Dustin speaks, the three figures look to each other and then the third pointing one finger points to Dustin, but no, no. Um, happy under a table. Can you roll me a stealth check? 17. Ooh, let's see. No, they don't know that you're there, which leaves detritus. The um, pointing skeletal hand comes to rest in your direction. And I divine sense it? Yes, you may. Cool. Um, so I get to know if anything affected by the hallowed spell or anything or any known location of celestial fiends or undead within 60 feet. There are three undead within 60 feet of you. Oh, no. Or, oh, or they're ghosts, obviously. I mean, <laughs> just to be sure, though. Hmm. Like, I just kind of look behind me, like, me? The third pointing one says nothing, but the first smaller hunched figure in white comes and steps closer to you and then questioning... Ebenezer Stooge. Ebenezer. I... He's next door at the, the big spooky manor. This is the pub. Ebenezer Stooge. We're here for Ebenezer Stooge. You've got the wrong address, love. Ebenezer Stooge. <laughs> the second larger figure sort of elbows the first one. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Please forgive my friend. We haven't spoken if we're haunting in some time. Sorry, sorry. You, you say he's he's not here. No. Try the big spooky mansion? He's in Misanthrope Manor. That's here. That's where we are. Our GPS, our ghostly um, present system took us right here. Is that... <laughs> Must be a little off it. Ebenezer Stooge lives at, at M Misanthrope Manor. That, that is to say, is next door. But not we here. would say that if you were Ebenezer Stooge and wanted to avoid a haunting and most likely painful death. I mean, I, I do want to avoid a painful death, but I'm also... I, these people can confirm I'm, I'm not him. I believe he, he generally keeps to himself and doesn't, you know, socialise, and, and, and that's what we're doing. Hmm. Consults, pulls out a little, like, red spiral-bound notebook and goes, Yes. Ah. Ah. Gets together in a huddle with the other three. There is much whispering and ah! And then just some sporadic pointing going on in the third. And then they come back together and go, well, There seems to have been a clerical error. Um, no offence. Over to Happy. Having a look at Happy. <laughs> um... It seems that the um, anti-Christmas magic up on Misanthrope Manor is a little stronger than we anticipated. Did you, did you just say anti-Christmas? I thought it was Father Christmas. No, anti-Christmas is his sister. I would be very interested <laughs> to hear more about this anti-Christmas. Well, she's very nice. She makes very good mince pies. Oh. No, 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 the magic, the anti-Christmas. Oh, well, um, from what we understand, this um, Bebenezer Stooge hates Christmas so much that he wanted to make basically everyone miserable. Because as you all know, you do all live in this town which is gently obsessed with Christmas. Um, Sounds like a legend to me. 
I mean, yeah. You are talking to the ghost, though, of Christmas past, present and future. So who's to say what? who is a legend? It's me. I'm a legend. Yes. I'm also a legend. I know what you mean. Oh, lovely to meet you. Goes to shake your hand. and Shake's hand. The hand slips straight through yours. What a grip. Oh, <laughs> I've been practicing. <laughs> your hand now spells faintly of chestnuts. It's weird. Um, and the smallest first ghost kind of we were explaining it is a little important yes yes I'm so sorry yes 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 this Bebenezer hates Christmas so much that you know misanthrope mansion you know it's history yes do we no roll me a history check I will I think Bleak would make a dial up noise while doing history checks (laughs) beep 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 I've made uh, 25 history check. I rolled a one with a minus one. Yes. 25 and a zero. Um, Detritus is convinced that the house used to be um, a motorway. What's a motorway? It's this um, incredibly large dirt road for many, many carriages to go along all at once. Um, And in fact, the house was built like yesterday, right? Yeah. Well, it's a new building. I don't... There's got no legends about it. It used to be a bit yeah. road. Detritus uh, is right, yeah. Uh, anyone else roll anything close to Sean's Spectacular 25? I I got a 19, but uh, it's less 15. exciting. Happy didn't even realise there was a house next door. <laughs> <laughs> um, Rudolph, you know that Stooge hasn't always lived in this house. He did deliberately by it kind of spite the people of the town. Um, it used to be Mistletoe Mansion, a delightfully happy house um, owned by a very cheerful family who hosted the best Christmas parties ever. Um, Dustin, you remember even more detail. You remember that um, the family fell on hard luck and Stooge was their creditor. Anyone else would, of course, given them some respite because they're a wonderful family and benefactors of the town, but not Stooge. Threw them out, bought the house, turned it into Misanthrope Manor. And ever since there have been rumours that Stooge has put up extra protection, but the house sometimes seems to fight it. How much of that you want to share with your friends is up to you. Just just quickly, I'm I'm very shocked that uh, we're playing in a Dickensian themed thing and you didn't say that they fell on hard times. I'm the worst. Oh, I am the worst of times. <laughs> I, I had I had great expectations as well. No, I was going to use that one later. <laughs> I hope there's going to be an Oliver plot twist. <laughs> well, I'm giving you a very bleak house. So what more do you want? Oh no. Oh. Maybe we can try again, and this will be a tale of two cities instead. Um, Moving swiftly on, Dustin, how much of what you remember would you like to share with your party and, in fact, with the ghosts? Um, I will kind of, um, when, when Detritus and, and Happy kind of agree on this uh, misinformation, I will just kind of look at them both and, and briefly sniff the presumably not eggnog that Detr- <laughs> Detritus is, is drinking. Um, uh, no, uh, <laughs> it's been there. For, you, you must remember that there was the the really Christmassy family before and and then, then he turned it into the kind of hellish anti-Christmas kind of place that it is now and that's why we choose this pub uh, although I don't re- really remember why we keep coming back to this particular town given our particular distastes 
I think you're getting a bit fixed up. I think that was across town. (laughs) I'm not pointing. People keep giving us work. (laughs) We don't even have to search for it anymore. We've reached that level. It's because we're the only ones who will take work at this time. Everybody else has, you know, got plans. I also wonder if you spend the rest of the year in other towns feeling like misanthropic, Christmas-hating, gloomy people, and only in this town do you feel, like, relatively cheerful? (laughs) Or is relatively cheerful not something that Dustin aims for? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, more of an ambivalent kind of... I, I will share kind of as much as I as, as I remember, as, as as you said, but um, I'm not particularly subtle, so I imagine the ghosts overheard everything. Great. Ah, right. Yes, yes, of course. Well, little, little um, ghosty navigation error will be out of your beards and um, happy Christmas. Um, and they pop away. Right, not just like balloons. No, sorry. <laughs> they pop. No, they they pop out of time and space. You imagine oh. next door. What? You go. I, I was just going to say that was uh, unexpected. I, but if, if the last orders have closed, do people want to be heading home? Well, just I think just just one thing though. They, they, they said that they were the ghosts of Christmas, right? Yeah. So why are they going to visit the least Christmassy, most Christmas-hating person in the town? Are they going to try and punish someone for not wanting to celebrate Christmas? That doesn't sound very fair to me. It really doesn't, does it? No. And ironically, they look straight over me and detritus, which I actually find quite insulting. Should we go and stop them? I mean... They, they did seem a, a little confused. Perhaps they still think it's the place that really likes Christmas. And... Interrupting you, there is a noise like an aggressive breaking of glass and the three of them stagger back into view. Oh. What happened to you? Maybe the anti-magic is... Magic is a little um, strong... What was the crashing noise we heard? Um, my my face. It's okay. It it recorporates. Would you like a nut? And I'm gonna just crush a walnut in my teeth and hand it to the ghost. Delightful, says the ghost Christmas present. The big green giant. I love nuts. Takes it, just sort of shoves it into his face, um, where you see it kind of fall out and scatter on the floor behind them. Why do I feel like we're about to get dragged into something? Because you're about to get dragged into something. Do you wish us to go and wish uh, next door season's greetings? Well, it's a little more complicated than that. We should maybe explain what we're here for. Rather, if we're going to pull in this very jolly, Christmas-spirited group of people into our quest... No, 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 I'm sure they'll just come along with absolutely no, no need. And perhaps we should also discuss payment. Mm. Our rates go up as soon as the clock strikes midnight on Christmas Eve. Well, we can make the clock strike anything you like, so that's fine. That sounds like cheating. Mm. That sounds naughty of you. We're not the, the the red fellow. We we don't have to be nice. 
That, okay, that's the spirit. Okay, I got you. Yeah, Should we? Will you just come? Will you help us? Well, I, I finished my drink. I think it's still a pretty valid question. Sorry. We are adventurous. We're we're a group of people who get hired to perform a, a, a range of different tasks. If you want us to help you, then we would sort of expect compensation. Oh. Success not guaranteed. Just oh. I very, thought, very much not guaranteed. I sort of thought Christmas joy... You know, this isn't just about, <laughs> ooh, everyone should love Christmas. Stooge is a terrible, terrible person who only funds workhouses and prisons and actively makes everyone's lives worse, right? If we can make him see the error of his ways, then your whole little town benefits. Is that not something that interests you? Will that include us benefiting? We could rob him blind. Ooh, I like that one. Well, if Does he... he like drum solos? I could play the drums for him. Ba-ra-pa-pum-pum. Ba-ra-pa-pum-pum-pum. I'm sure that could be on the table, and if he doesn't repent, then he'll be dead. So then you could rob his house very easily, I'm sure. And this does get you inside his house. Is that not what you want if you're going to rob him blind? Though if he does turn into a very nice person, maybe you shouldn't rob him blind. So are you saying that if we're successful, we don't get paid? But if we make a complete tits up, then we get paid in droves? So it's just, to clarify, it is just money you're after, the gold and silver and that just bits of metal out of the ground. Oh, mm. that's easy. Future, 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 my love. And future just gestures with a hand and suddenly piled on the table in front of you is the largest pile of gold you have ever, ever seen. Could we also have a pat on the head and a job well done? Like a jester, good paladin. That that would that would mean a lot to me. Um, the ghost of Christmas Future reaches out their skeletal hand one more time and sort of questioningly holds it over your head, and then takes their hand away. The gold vanishes, and Christmas present said, "Well, obviously, all of that is a vision of the possible future if you succeed." What do we think? Yeah, I'm, I'm up for it. I mean, it would be good to have some kind of success, something to celebrate, given that the last job didn't exactly go to plan. Well, I only have my powers for another, what, like eight hours? And then once Christmas is over, I go back to being just a normal elf. So might as well do something with it. I say we try and wreak some havoc in the bleak house. Which we win, we win, we... Reference. We, we win, we win. We fail, we win. I'm in. Bleak, what do you say? Uh, Bleak is confused because Dustin started to sound like him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> win, win. Yes, we win. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, to be clear, though, we don't want havoc, per se. We aren't quite corporeal enough to break through the anti-Christmas magic. We're a bit too Christmassy and a bit too spirity. We need your help getting in. I'm sure you're adventurers. You're very experienced at breaking into houses protected by just one solitary 
vulnerable person, right? Oh, <laughs> I got gum in my hair. We <laughs> are experienced at attempting. Fantastic, that's the spirit. We just need to find a way to weaken the anti-Christmas magic so we can work our way in. We'll haunt good old Stooge. You go back to the pub. Everything's fine. Sound good? Mm, yeah. And we're hoping the house should help because it was a very, very festive house once upon a time. And apparently the old family put a lot of festive things into the stonework. So hopefully if we just keep chipping away at that good old anti-Christmas magic, we'll be in in no time. Um, no, go for it. Uh, Bleak will get the drumsticks ready and it's looking like he's about to accidentally start raging, but we'll ask a question instead. How do we know what the... How, how, how do we know where the magic is coming from? Does it look different is there a color christmas future raises a hand and points quite steep up and out um back in the direction of the house and um christmas past well we can detect thin places places where the house was so full of christmas spirit that the magic is weakest there if we start there we might be able to work our way in Or I could put it's, a chair through a window. Purple. What was that, Happy? Or I could put a chair through a window. Yeah, usually works. That will get you in. That won't help us. <clears throat> there might be a way in from the inside. It's an inside job. Understand. You break the um, physical barriers and physical beings get through. We need to work the magic <laughs> barriers to help us beings of pure magic get through. Yes, that's what I'm saying. We enter as corporeal beings, beans, we're beans, beans first, and then we find the off switch on the inside and let you in. Um, the three ghosts put their head. Oh, we hadn't. We hadn't thought of. Yes, yes, like, tell you, tell you what, why don't we put our ideas together? Why don't we start with this thinnest, weakest spot we can find and see how many of us we can get through there and we go from there? What could possibly yeah. go wrong? What could possibly go wrong? I'll bring a chair just in case. Excellent. Um, so the humbugs with complete with reindeer chair and drum kit um make their way <laughs> out of the tavern and i don't even ask the tavern keeper either you just and it's like obnoxiously <laughs> dragging it along the floor and you can just hear a really unnecessary long like scraping and whining as the chairs dragged out of the door just to clarify given that you're two feet tall is the chair quite a lot bigger i'm than really you? well i'm really strong but i'm also struggling still for context two feet is two subway sandwiches mm-hmm. would you like it, the term fun? the term is whittle um <laughs> he is he like when i say he's surprisingly strong like he's surprisingly strong like an ant, um, and there's like that that small person like stubbornness there right, as well. You. you just get some encouragement, like you got this happy. Yeah. As soon as someone questions whether he's actually capable, he suddenly becomes stronger. <laughs> <laughs> 
Bleak will do that that um, game character thing, like walking into the wall. Like just just <laughs> if he was an inch to the left, he'd be able to get through the door. But he's <laughs> going into that lintel architrave, whatever's around a door. He's just Say it walking on into it architrave. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's just he's walking on into that. Um, hello, happy. That's a nice chair. <laughs> Nicholas will just give you a nudge with his antlers as he passes just to get you back on the right line amazing i will not even realize that i was walking into a wall and then just continue my conversation as i'm whizzing off <laughs> i think um just as everybody's leaving dustin kind of jumps down and then just um turns around and um bends over to to underneath the table where um his um familiar was just kind of just just nestled um it's a little um looks like a tiny little dragon that um it's very covered in sand and just kind of like, come on, we're, we're going now. We've got a job to do now. Pop him on the shoulder and head up. The um, bartender, um, a turkey, Aracocra, um, sort of clucks at you disapprovingly as a happy exits, complete with chair. But <laughs> we, we'll bring it back. Probably we promises not. we can't keep. <laughs> she knows you too well at this point. She doesn't even respond. She's <laughs> really polishing a glass. Um, just raises a feather. I think probably she's grateful that nothing worse has happened to her this Christmas. Um, yeah. That's the spirit. <laughs> as you make your way out. Now, as soon as you get outside of the tavern, the house is next door. Um, there is a very tall spiked fence, padlocked gates, um, and um, the ghosts fly, glide over that very, very happily and settle on the roof where there is a skylight, you can assume, leading into an attic. Um, and they look at you, quizzically waiting for you to follow. Well, how Nicholas can fly me up there, but how are the rest of you going to get up? Bleak, how far can you throw? Uh, so, uh, last time, I guess, we would have found out, because I would have thrown at least one of you. Bleak does have quite high strength, so I guess we could roll for it. <laughs> You're wondering how you got into that chimney. Mm. I could certainly... Hold while I Google how tall is a four-story building in feet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You, you, I, I feel like no matter what the answer is, we're probably going to try anyway. <laughs> I'd, I'd guess at ten feet, just to be D and D. But this is this is D and D. Like a house in D and D is like three hundred foot. <laughs> if it's a three story, he reckons that uh, Google it. Google and the wonders of the internet reckons that a story is about ten eleven feet. And it's a big house, so let's assume you're trying... Pythagoras doesn't exist in D&D, &D, so let's assume you're trying to throw 60 feet up onto the roof. I reckon I could do that, but we'll have to roll to find out, I think. Um, would you like to try? Sure, should we say athletics? Happy, do you consent to being thrown over? I feel like this has happened many a time. You're going to say I'm going to hand my chair, my trusty chair, over to Detritus. Um, and then I will... He's got a um, sort of um, Christmas elf hat. And it uh, elasticates and, like, goes incredibly long and he uses it to almost streamline himself. 
Christmas. Can't think of a better word. He basically turns himself into a Christmas condom as he's like just all the way very to the bottom and you can just see the point at the very end. So he's flying blind. Yes, Amazing. very much so. But Amazing. safe. Very. Now, Bleak, this is a fairly high DC because you're not just throwing diagonally. You have mm. to get up over the very tall spiked fence and then onto the roof. Is there anything anyone would like to do to assist Bleak? Just so you know, the the method of throwing happy, that sounds like a euphemism. <laughs> is, I'm going to stand you. There's another euphemism on its way. I'm going to stand you on my drum. You are standing on my drum and I'm going to basically bounce you off it so that you spring <laughs> upwards. Unbelievably brilliant. Can I can I assist if you need like an extra hand to just kind of huh, huh, huh. Okay. I think my wiring will definitely be kicking in at this point, so like I will be kind of moving in a, in the wrong direction, so my arms will be going the wrong way. So maybe if you kind of push me to where I should be, yeah. brilliant. Kind of keeping you in the position. And this won't affect the role, but just for the visual, you are a very small nutcracker. What is the size difference between you and Happy? I think I think we're about the same size, you know. This is okay. Yeah, I think about. I think my hat does most of the work, so my hat's quite tall. <laughs> Incredible. Two feet and then a hat, or two feet including including the hat. The hat. Oh dear. The hat is a whole foot. Oh dear. The hat is a subway sandwich. <laughs> really good one. Yes. Um, fantastic. Then please make me. Um, either you can both roll, but I'm assuming, Liz, you want to roll twice. Um, roll with advantage. I rolled Athletic. once, and that was a twelve. So I will roll again, and we'll see what happens. Please roll better. Let's hope. 22 for the sake <laughs> For the sake that you're not suddenly a four-person party. Um, happy you are bounced in your Christmas condom and you fly your way up. Can you make me a dex check at dis... No, dex save at disadvantage um, because you can't... You deliberately made yourself blindfolded um, to see how well you land on the roof. You will land. I'm not going to make you fall off unless you roll a one. Mm -hmm. I want to see how how painful it might be and how loud. Oh, that's a 19 at disadvantage. And I have a terrible dex. I am disappointed. Ooh. Well done. Are you in within 10 feet of me? Not, not anymore. Not anymore. No. <laughs> <laughs> As a note, if you're in with, within 10 feet of me and you make a saving throw, plus two. Very good point. We have a paladin and we're level nine. Yes. As, as, as Happy goes flying, like just little pieces of Christmas tinsel come like off like a trail. That was so good. 19 at disadvantage. I think um, you beautifully don't even pause on the roof. You slide in exactly. Oh, the image with the condom. You slide in exactly. <laughs> 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 oh, you tickled and, um, him. Oh, my. We're four minutes in and here we are. Um, and you fall onto the attic room floor um, through the the window. Ago. You don't take any glass damage. And you somehow manage to land painlessly and silently. It must I, be the house helping you. There's no other way it could have happened. Right, that's my superhero land. Superhero landing in a big sock. Got it. And then, like, Mission Impossible music begins to start from nowhere. <laughs> Undoing <How'd>... itself. How <laughs> does it get out of the condom? Uh, it's just like a... And I appear. Ah. There's no, like, wriggling to try and worm your way out. 
Merry Christmas. Kind of I want I want happy to be cool on one hand, but also that sounds hilarious on the other. <laughs> just like just you see him like rolling around in the attic when you get there, desperately trying to get back out. You have the I, best of both worlds. You can do the ridiculous rolling around, but by the time the others have arrived, you're there like, yeah, yeah, that was Mission Impossible music playing. <laughs> I feel like there's quite a gap in time between happy having a condom moment to himself that again sounds weird um and kind of do you put your head out to let us know that you got up there safe absolutely no. not <laughs> See, there'll be a point then where bleak will turn to detrius and just say it's just silence <laughs> happy is taking a very long time <laughs> i'm sure Shh. i'm sure i threw him up there fine it it looked like a, a good throw i could go up and look for him if i, I just mean... slid right in the ghost kind of I'm, the I'm, four of you still on the ground. I'm, I'm going to be like pointing roughly where I think Happy landed, and um, I'm going to cast message. Just Happy, you alive? Happy? happy, just trying to get the fuck out of this thing. Happy's fine. <laughs> Brilliant. Four of you still on the ground. How are you going to get in the house? Um. Is there a window? Um, no. All the windows on the ground floor are shuttered, chained, padlocked. I, I mean, if if you wanted, Nicholas could just give all of us a ride up it in turns. I there'll don't know some... why I didn't suggest that before we threw happy. There'll be some, <laughs> there'll be some little nutcracker hands just reaching out to the biggest people here, like hoping to do this again. <laughs> you, you know exactly why we didn't do it because the, the throwing of the happy is like the Christmas tradition of our, of every heist that we pull. I'm so glad you didn't. But let's say, for the sake of simplicity, that three short reindeer trips later, because I'm assuming Bleak doesn't need their own reindeer trip. They, um, he can fit. On with someone else? Is that reasonable? Oh, yeah. A whole sort of person and then I'm a basically f- a hat, Rebecca. I'm basically a hat. <laughs> Very nice hat, Liz. Thanks. Um, so, yes, um, before I'm- too much more time has elapsed, um, the five of you are reunited in what is indeed an attic room at the top of the house. And the ghosts have managed, after a little bit of <gasps> to push themselves through what you didn't notice, but apparently is some kind of force field on the window, and they have got themselves in there as well. So uh, now, now that we're all in, is there a, there a particular area of magic you want us to do something about, or is, is this all you needed? Well, no, we're in this room. This room we could get to ourselves. It's getting to the rest of the house. This room is... the magic's weaker here. Okay, party huddle, party huddle. <laughs> Come on, gather in, gather in. Okay, they can't get to the rest of the house. We're in. We could just loot the place and leave. That is true. They do seem slightly, you know, om- omnipowerful. Yes. But if we also get the secret to this anti-Christmas magic... <laughs> then they can't get anywhere near us anyway. Yeah. They, they, had, they did seem to be able to produce quite a lot of gold, and given that Stooge is famously, well, not particularly 
generous. There's no guarantee that he's even got any of his money here rather than stashed away in some bank. And... Well, we won't know until we look around. Mm. However, I was I did I was looking forward to my my pat on the head and being told I'm a good boy. But times and yeah. places. Well, there is a point of like, should we do this uh, just to be good? Sorry, could be quite a breath there, Happy. Um, no. Oh, very good. Atreus, <laughs> uh, there will be a small hand trying to pat you on the head, but unable to reach at this point in time. <laughs> you are a, you are a good boy. Well done. Oh. <gasps> I, I am. Uh, to starts tearing up a little bit. I am. I try so hard, you know. <laughs> Thank you, Bleak. You've just Maybe. become my best friend. You are so welcome. Maybe we should just go and kill the stooge guy. We kill Ooh. the stooge guy. He is a ghost. We take the money. <clears throat> Job is done. And this leads us to the anti-Christmas thing so that we can never suffer for the repercussions of our actions. We could Happy's live in look. the anti-Christmas mansion. Hmm. I was going to look up at the free ghost and but I'm assuming you heard that entire conversation. Yes. Yeah. Um, can we not just skip to the end of, you know, you threatened death right at the very end? Can we not just skip to that bit? Oh, no, it's just amusing. How do you oh. get out of this room? They said can we look the... around oh. and see if anything oh. looks... There's a door. There's an attic door leading, you presume, into the rest of the house. Mm. Um, may I cast... Uh, oh, that's why I'm... Can I cast um, Detect Magic? Um, I would just like to be kind of sitting there doing it as a ritual, which um, all of my magic involves sand of or powders of different varieties. So basically to, to cast Detect Magic on myself, I end up basically putting bits of sand in my eyes. Incredible. I hate the spell. Oh. I'm imagining a soundtrack whenever you cast a spell of just the. Yep. Um, let's assume you started that as soon as you entered the room, and now about ten minutes past. Um, suddenly, um, Dustin, I don't know how you would choose to react to this, but this room is ablaze with magic. Oh, my eyes! Always complaining. Do you need a oh. lozenge? I can find you a lozenge. For my eyes? Yes. <laughs> Let me take you to the med hall. There is no med hall here. <laughs> there is strong question mark abjuration magic on the door to the attic. Some incredibly powerful mage put that on your door into the house. There is a sort of warm glow from many, many chests and boxes and cupboards around this storage room. And if you look closer, you will see that there are little bits of Christmas decorations peeping out through the different boxes. One chest in particular is glowing very strongly. It is the second brightest thing in the room, only matched by a derelict, sad, molting Christmas tree in the corner that, to the rest of you, looks really quite pathetic. But with Dustin's attack magic up, is glowing so bright it's painful to look at. Okay, that that tree there is very powerfully Christmas magic. 
ah, uh, perhaps that could be used as some sort of battering ram. Um, and then the other thing that was glowing, I'm going to go and try and investigate myself. Excellent. The chest. Could you roll me an investigation check? It is sitting next to the tree. Guidance. <laughs> I'm going to need it. It's a really low DC. Well, I rolled a two and I have a plus five. And my D4 was another two, so... That'll do it. The DC was it was very, very, very low. Basically, you are smart enough to swipe the layer of dust off the top and reveal what's underneath. That is what a seven, you know, bar gets you. Humbug. Um, I, can, I, can, I keep some of the dust. Of course. Like, like that. There is... Um, there are words inscribed on the top of the chest. Would you like to read them? I would love to read them. Excellent. Uh, are they in a language I understand? They are in common. That's an odd language I understand. Excellent. And it is a poem. It reads, and I will copy and paste this into our chat so you will have it. My first is in joyful and also in jolly. My second's in mistletoe, but not in holly. My third is in orange and nutmeg and mince. My fourth is in garish, it might make you wince. My fifth is in candle and also in light. My sixth is in evening, but isn't in night. My whole is a noise which can fill all around, spreading good cheer with a musical sound. Now it's a Christmas cracker riddle. You know what, I'm just gonna open the door. Do you try and open the door? Yes. Could you make me a deck saving throw, please? I would. Okay, never mind. Well. One, twenty-two, twenty-three. Oh, you save, which means you only take half the five d twelve damage, Ooh um, which is twenty points of damage. Lightning spreads from the door handle through your entire body and blasts you back across the room. Okay, simple solution wasn't the correct one in this instance. Oh. So, just so I can make sense of what's happening here, we have some very powerful magic, which, by the looks of what has just happened to Detritus, affects all of us as well. And in order to get out of here, we need something Christmassy. I mean, or, or we could solve the riddle. Well, well, the riddle is telling us to jingle, but... It is. Do you say that out loud? Rudolph. Does Rudolph yeah. say... Um, on the word jingle, and well done, that was really fast solving. Um, on the word jingle, the chest bursts open inside Christmas tree baubles scatter out across the room as they go flying past your face you just have time to see that each seems to have a different letter in common inscribed on Happy just screams like that is the most terrifying thing <laughs> he's ever seen just like crawls into the corner and it's just like quivering This is a dyslexic nightmare <laughs> <laughs> yes. Me and Detritus co it combined <laughs> I think I think Bleak will attempt to uh, defend Happy and will begin, <laughs> unless anyone stops him, to start to hit them with his drumsticks. <laughs> oh, they might be important. 
It's I'll worth saying they aren't animated. They burst out, but then just roll and come to rest. That's fine. I'm, I'm going to try it. <laughs> right. No, 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 no. I'm going to put my hands in the way and then go, oh, no. Oh, oh. Do you yeah, want me to roll? Do you, do you proceed? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not yeah. going to. But I'm going to try and hit the bauble, but then hit you by accident, I guess. It's okay. fine. I'm going to roll to see which one you hit and therefore how catastrophic that is. Okay. It's a 21 to hit whoever I'm hitting. Ooh, um, let's see. Odds you hit the bauble, evens you hit Dustin. You hit Dustin. How much damage do you do? Uh, three plus five is eight points of stick damage. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought you were a bauble. Would you like me to destroy all of the baubles? I will do this. I will do this for you, Happy. No. Delete command. Run. Stop. .exe. You are talking in riddles, Dustin. Uh, Dustin. Have you solved the riddle already? Which riddle? Um, oh. um, the, the box riddle, yeah. The, the, it's... Jingle, it was jingle, but I don't know what you these. Could have warned me. We've talked about this every single year. It, I say it... I'm very comfortable, uncomfortable around these things, and every single year you ignore me. What? One of these days we will find out who keeps making the present boxes full of baubles. I, I'm, I'm sorry. In, in my in my defence, I wasn't really expecting things to happen that way, though I perhaps should have guessed. Given the, I, I'm very sorry. Happy, I'll try to be more careful. Sorry, Happy. Can I pick one up and kind of rattle it, see if there's anything inside? Uh, you can. Dustin, do you still have your detect magic up? Uh, I think it lasts ten minutes, so... Excellent. Did you... <laughs> Unless the eight points of damage made me lose concentration. Can you roll me a d100, please? Ooh, my favourite kind of dice. Actually, yes, no, can. can you... Mm-mm-mm. No, yes, I do want a d100, thank you. I'm trying to work out the best way to get... A six out of twenty-six response. <laughs> hey, I got a ninety-six. Oh, fantastic! Um, you look at this, and it has a very curly letter G on it. Dustin, you see that this bauble Detritus is holding is mm-hmm. glowing with magic, where like some on others on the floor, whereas many others are not. Oh, that one's a magic one. Um, I, I'll go around and kind of pick up the the ones that I can see in magic. Uh, what letters do we get? What letters do you think you get? Oh, I was, I was expecting an anagram, so I thought you were going to tell me. Um, you don't actually. This one is um, simply another J, I, N, L, and E. Okay. I was I was looking for kind of jingle. but um... Excellent. Um, also, I think, Joe, you get inspiration for solving the riddle that fast. Um, I've, I whizzed past it, but that was genuinely very impressive. So have inspiration. Remember to use it. Um, yeah. Okay. You are between you holding six baubles that say jingle. They are glowing to Dustin. The tree is glowing ever more brighter, almost excitedly. What would you like to do? Oh, no. Uh, out of, out yeah. of interest, Dustin, uh, just while you've got that up, mm-hmm. if, if I cast Druidcraft on the tree so it looks a little bit less bedraggled, does anything happen to your your magic senses? Um, no, it'll just be a magic tree with extra magic adonishments, I suppose. 
go 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 crazy. Yeah, I, I will I will do that. Just to... the the traitors. I, I think that um, your fears are um, well founded. Um, as Rudolph druid crashed the tree, and it looks a lot more cheerful. It's odd. Trees don't purr. You could swear this tree gives out a little happy purr. Just in its soul. Happy, I don't think you need to see this next bit. Burn it with fire? I think we need to hang the baubles on the weirdly purring tree. <laughs> okay, um, I'll turn around. I'm just gonna like go into that corner and I'll just rock for a while. I'll we'll, we'll see tell you when we're done. Nicholas has got to go and just kind of lie down next to him just to provide a barrier <laughs> between him and the rest of the. Uh, Bleak will begin enthusiastically putting on all the baubles right on the bottom, on the bottom branches, like a child did it. Do you put the random baubles from off the floor, or do you put the six you have collected? I don't think Bleak is clever enough to do what's meant to happen, <laughs> so we'll just begin putting them all on the tree. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. Roll me a D, again, 100, and we'll see what the chances are that you pick a special bubble. Mm-hmm. Six, D6. 66. Okay, yes. you're right, you get a random bubble. Do you think that we have to spell jingle again, or is it just like we've worked it out now? Should, shall we put a J on and see what happens? Let's do that. I'll put the J on the tree. Um, where the J bauble lands, the tree um, sprouts little red berries and just what was already looking a lot better, thanks to Rudolph's druidcraft, looks thicker and glossier and happier. I hate everything about this. If we just get it over with quickly, then we can get out of this room and... Okay. <clears throat> I think it looks very festive. Do See? you put them on in order? Um, I think having done the J successfully probably would. Then you I avoid think... all the exploding glass damage that you would have got if you had not. Many congratulations. Um, as the final bauble lands on the tree, the tree suddenly lifts off, spins in a glowing blur of light that's not just the Detect Magic Light, all of you can see it. When it comes to rest again, it is the most beautifully bedecked Christmas tree in all the land, children, um, covered in tinsel and candy canes and lights, candles, of course, because we're pretend Victorian. Um, and it is magnificently beautiful enough to make you feel very unwell if you are happy. However, the ghost of Christmas past is not happy. In fact, they are happy. And so they let out a little breathy squeal of delight and say, it's open, it's open, it's open. The thin place has come open. I'm going to go through, I'm going to see Stooge and dives headlong into the tree where they vanish, letting out a whoop the ghost Christmas present goes to follow them. I am on my way! And bounces off the tree and lands very, he very heavily on their backside. Oh. And does that mean we get paid now? Well, no, only one of us got through. <sighs> it does seem like um, maybe you've got to take it in turns, I suppose. Yeah, one at a time. <sighs> um, 
the ghost of Christmas future starts just sort of pointing at different things around the tree with a sort of quizzical look to its shadowy hood. Um, and the two of them put their heads together and confer and then go, no, 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 it was only, the house isn't strong enough yet, it was only able to let one of us through, we must find another weak spot. Well done, that was magnificent, you really, I was doubtful when I first met you, but you obviously have the joy of Christmas in your heart. How well, cool's that face? Just the joy of payday. Well, do this again twice more and you get the biggest payday you can imagine. Full of festive cheer and also the gold. And we'll begin taking the baubles off the tree and putting them back on again. Um, absolutely nothing happened. Can I tip over the tree? (laughs) Um, like a disgruntled cat? The tree falls and makes the sound of a sad cat. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Dustin, is is the door still going to lightning us if we try to go through it? If I look at the door, does it look like it is de-lightninged? Um, it still looks pretty flipping awful, to be fair. But as you start investigating ways out, the ghost of Christmas Future's hand raises again and excitedly, as best you can detect from a hand, points back out the skylight. Um, Christmas present. We found out a new weak spot has opened. The house is it, we, we, it's working, it's working. And the two ghosts float up back out of the skylight and away. They don't want to tell us where it is. Who who fancies a claim? I'll start scampering out (laughs) skylight. Um, As you all make it back through the skylight, you can very easily see the ghosts float across the gently sloping roof and then down, if you follow, you can see just... Oh, it's the fourth floor, the top floor, so not a big climb and they squeeze and make their way in through the window. If you'd like to follow, I'll just take a dex check from everyone to see if anyone falls off the roof. Nicholas is the last one to leave the room and we'll just nudge the tree back upright again as he does so. Um, As he does, a bauble just floats its way up and hooks itself over his antlers. Oh dear. It's a little bell. He now jingles wherever he goes. Uh, 18 from me. 18. 22. 22. Instead of... Oh, sorry. I was going to say 13 with uh, a little a little uh, wiring. Uh, I'm going to use my built for success ability and just add two to map that roll. So 13. 13. Brilliant. Uh, can I see in the window where we're going? Uh, if you sort of... You're going down a roof and then down, so no, sight lines aren't great, I'm afraid. But if you only want to make it down the roof and then you can lean and look in the window, it's a lower DC. Uh, I was mainly seeing if I could just teleport into the room, to be honest. Um, well, yeah, once, you make it down, once you make it down the roof, you can teleport in, which will, yeah, significantly lower the DC for you. So what did you get? Um, I, got, I haven't rolled yet. Um, oh, sorry. Oh, uh, it was a it was a nat twenty for a twenty six. You can do what you like. You can cartwheel your way Ooh. across the roof and teleport if you would like. Yes, I do. Fantastic, sardonic, miserable Christmas hating cartwheels. I assume. Of course, and the teleportation is very astral. It's like because there's stars in Detritus's eyes, and just kind of blinks and suddenly becomes a very bright star, and then the, the, oh. just appears brightly in another 
situation oh. looking miserable. Beautiful. <laughs> Maybe everyone going to follow that star. Um, and Happy, what did Happy roll? Seven. Oh. Well, Detroit is merrily inside a room. Dustin and Rudolph are very nimbly scampering over um, N- Nicholas. Did, can Nicholas roll? Oh, no, Nicholas can fly. Yeah. He's fine. Nicholas is fine. Bleak, you're finding a little bit harder not being able to use your hands because the drumsticks is probably not helping, but you're okay. Happy um, starts to fall off the roof. May I cast uh, Feather Fall? It's, well, it's all good. I face step as you try to Feather Fall me. I just appear behind you. <laughs> Fantastic. Do you want to face step into the room or just back up onto the roof? I'll just face step into the room if all Magnificent. Possible. The other three of you climbing ones can join very easily. Happy. Why, why have we been throwing you all this time, if you can just do that? Because I have to expend Christmas magic to use my stuff. And, you know, it kind of goes against my vibe. You know, I'm putting out a certain, you know, feeling about... You know, what's going on around us, and you, yeah, I just feel like a hypocrite, you know? Reasonable. Well, I also don't want to break my leg. Um, Sean, I am a kind and merciful DM, so you don't have to expend a spell slot. Thank you. For the not quite <laughs> achieved casting. Possibly, I, I know he can do this. So I only do it if I'm like, I, I wait to the very last moment because I'm like, I'm, I'm not doing this again. You. If, if you're not going to do it, I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> Entirely reasonable. You all find yourselves inside another room. Would you like to have a look around? No. Great. Writer <laughs> sits on the floor looking sad. <laughs> if, um, if no, I look, I look. You got me. Oh, I've actually got a really good perception. Can I have a look? Yeah, make me, make me perception checks. Or if you want to go poke things, make me investigation checks. I do not mind. Um, if if all of that took less than ten minutes, I will still have detect magic up. If it took more than ten minutes, I will ritual cast it again. Ooh, let's say that you have sort of the last sixty seconds of detect magic as you land in the room, um, which is enough to show you really interesting things. I'd like you to make me though another perception check, still. Um, to see of all the things that the detect magic shows you, which you can remember, because there are a lot of things that happen quite quickly. I am rolling really well, and the only thing I can think is that somehow when I play in a game DM'd by you, I somehow attract your rolls. Um, That was a 19, and I only have a plus one. Fantastic. Um, Yeah, what what other perception? 27. Filthy 20. Dirty 20. Who who got a 9? Rudolph got a nine. Someone got a twenty-seven. Was that? <laughs> Happy got a twenty-seven and Bleak. Bleak has a, a passive of fifteen, but got eleven. Um. Okay. So Rudolph is probably very distracted by the fact that Nick has a shiny new um, decoration on his antler now. Um, and Bleak, I would imagine that this makes sense because you find yourself in a music room. So I imagine you don't see many, many things because music is your jam. Um, so maybe the excitement of being in a music room distracts you from seeing all the other things. However, the with a 19 and detect magic, a 20 and a 27, you see many, many musical things. You are in a beautiful 
sort of drawing room that is scrolled mahogany carving um, on the door lintels, on the kind of what the curtain rail is it you call it where the there's the skirting board but on the ceiling is all carved and beautiful um there are bookshelves around all of the walls filled with sheet music um there is a rich red and green rug over the floorboards there is an embossed framed mirror hanging on the walls there is a dust jacket covering a grand piano in the center of the room another covering a harp to one side you can see horns and trumpets hanging on hooks in the walls there's a tuba in one corner a violin a cello and accordion in their cases and as well as the sheet music in the shelves there are also some set up and curling and starting to brown on music stands um the room is decorated happy i'm so sorry with absolute Christmas joy there are carved bells and notes of music and doves and angels playing trumpets Um, and across the huge fireplace the mantelpiece going across are the words carved bring forth the carol loud and clear and let these walls sing Christmas cheer now Sean with your detect magic Mm. You see all of this and you see five spots of magic flash quite briefly as if just the act of people setting foot in this room has activated some form of magic. Can you make me an intelligence-based check? If you'd like to argue for particular check, if you'd like to argue for wisdom-based, I will listen and maybe be convinced. Mm. Um, Because I want to see how many of those five that flash very briefly you can remember the location of. Okay. Um, I'm happy to do intelligence-based. Um, if it is um, a case of me kind of scanning around for the 60 seconds and then just trying to commit them to memory, could it be a kind of, I guess, history check rolled in advance of trying to remember it later on? Yeah, given it's for memory, I will happily take a history check. Thank you. It's not the best, but I say it's not the best. It's not the best on the dice. It's 21. Okay. What was it on the dice? Out of curiosity. Well, Very nice. You spotted five spots flashing briefly. Um, with a, You got over 20. Um, one of them seemed to be coming from the direction of the mirror on the wall. One of them seemed to be coming from near the accordion. Mm-hmm. One from the tuba. One from some of the carved scrolling on the top of one of the corners uh, where the wall meets the ceiling. And one seemed to be a muffled flash from underneath the rug. Um, again, what you do with this knowledge is entirely up to you. I'm going to go, oh, right, okay, uh, right, the, the mirror, accordion, uh, oh, God, the, the dust has come out of my eye. Uh, I can't see, uh, oh, and the carvings, and the, the rug, right. Who wants to take what? It's five of us and there's five things. I'll take the rug. What? Fantastic. What, what, what are the things? What are, what are we doing with them? Okay, under the rug. Uh, near the accordion, the tuba, uh, that bit of the carvings in that kind of the coving uh, that's up up there, um, and then and the mirror. Happy, wherever you choose to go, please take this sharpie and deface anything Christmassy. Mm. <laughs> uh, Just to make it bearable. Uh, under the carpet, I guess. Or... Oh. The, the, I, I, I had to, dibs. 
Oh, you had to expand the mirror because that sounds fun with a sharpie. I I will I will take the uh, the scrolling on, on the top, given that I can at least reach it, unlike uh, certain vertically challenged members of our party. <laughs> you make, are you making small jokes again? What? No. Um, just just small talk. Okay, um, Bleak. Um, I will take the tuba. Tuba it is. Or the um, accordion. Whichever oh, would suit my drum. I know those are the two that's left. Um, I suppose you've got, you know, your, your hands full with the accordion, so maybe take the tuba because that's a mouth and, and hands. You take the tuba. <laughs> okay. <laughs> really enjoyed the image of this one and a half foot tall automated plague tuba. My rage is going to be amazing. I'm keeping this tuba. Fantastic. Um, each of you head over to your spot or up to your spot in the room. Can each of you make me a perception or an investigation check as you get there? Hey. Oh, that's fine. 19. 19 for Bleak. 19. 19 for Detritus. My luck's run out. Nine. Only a nine. You do, oh, you do have to tech magic up, so you can roll with advantage. <laughs> Assuming you Face did cast it. If if we've got enough time, I will sit there and I'll I'll do it again. Yes, that is fine. Woo-hoo. So you can roll with advantage. Roll with advantage. Don't suck this time. Yes, that's a nineteen on the dice for a twenty-four. Very nice. Uh, happy. Uh, um, I rolled a five, so I'm just going to say that Happy immediately stopped doing what he was supposed to be doing, took the Sharpie out, and it's just, like, drawing on the mirror, and it's just completely, like, forgotten that he had a task to do. What's doing Happy a... drawing on the mirror? <sighs> so there's a block of wood. Mm-hmm. Happy is holding an axe, and Santa's head is there. Nice. Does it say, does it say like, oh no, ho? Or oh, ho, 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 no? Or something like that. <laughs> oh no. As you... Happy just looks over at Bleak. Nice. <laughs> you start drawing and feel great about yourself, and then in a flash, remember that what you're trying to do is awaken and make stronger the pro Christmas magic in this house. Make me a deck saving throw. I deserve it so much. How <laughs> to get some unwanted ghost. Inspiration. Before anyone watching thinks I'm being mean, I gave everyone the brief that this was the jolliest pro-loving Christmasist game in the entire world, <laughs> and that they could play their edge lord bleak miserable characters at their peril. So <laughs> immediately, me and Evie were like, "What about this? <laughs> what did you get?" Somehow I rolled a 19. Again, you save, which means you again, only take half. The 5d12, the house protects itself against damage. Oh, How healthy are you both looking? Twenty-one. I'm fine. Fine, I can heal myself whenever I want. Uh, 15, 1-5 points of damage to Happy. And Rudolph, you were making a check for me. Uh, It was a 10. I promise I'm not that bad at perception, just apparently. That's okay. Very Um, distracted. Let's start with uh bleak 
Um, Hello. You got a 19, which was what you needed as you head over to your tuba. You're very small. You chose well with the tuba because it's resting on the floor. But as you get up to the curved bell, you see a word embossed on just on the lip of the bell of the tuba. The word is A. It's not even a word. It's just a letter. A. Um, over to Detritus, who also got a 19. Again, with what you needed. Do you roll back the rug to see what was flashing underneath? With a flourish. With a flourish. Uh, there are a cloud of dust that I'm sure makes Dustin very happy appears. And Ooh. carved into the floorboard underneath is indeed another word. Your word is Wonderland. Um, Dustin, with your 24, you are lucky you got a 24. This was the highest DC because you need to look inside. You need to open the accordion. It is sitting closed. You need to unlock it and pull it open. And inside one of the fans is another word written in red ink. Um, it says in. However, Rudolph, with 10, you look and look at this scrolling and you're sure, looking at what your party members are up to, there must be something. You can't find it. Is there anything you'd like to do to keep looking or do you give up? Um. What does yours say, Rudolph? Mine says, ah. Uh, you, yeah, you're, you, I think you're looking for a word or something. So mine's mine, just... Lot, lots of very nice patterns. I, um, I, I, hmm. Could I cast Druidcraft? Just create a little bit of frost over the scrolling and see if that makes anything stand out. Oh, yes, you absolutely can. Do I want you to roll again? No, I think I just want you to find it. Oh, um, thanks. <laughs> you're so welcome. Curled coming out of a singing angel's mouth is the word winter. And finally, over to Happy with our five. After taking your um, angry, sad lightning damage, does this invigorate you to try again, or are you just sitting by a mirror feeling sad? Um, he, he most definitely looks sorry for himself, but um, he's going to attempt to have another look. Um realizing at some point <laughs> it's to accept where he's ended up um but he's not going to touch it this time he's just going to look with a perception uh 23 on the very perception. nice um you good the high perception is very useful as you look the room is reflected back to you but reflected in the bookcase behind you there is a spine of a book that you're sure is not there in the real world. On the spine of the book, it says, walking. What would you like to do? What could it possibly mean? <laughs> right, ah. what, what are your words? Ah. I've got in. Winter. Walking. Wonderland. Ah. Walking in. <laughs> Ah. I do that. Yeah, I, I was like literal yeah, like, voice. Yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> like verb, and then just sort of like looks shook up. Okay, <laughs> like, with offended, half-hearted, murmuring hum of the melody. The instruments around the room kind of creak. 
they start to just stir excitedly almost and then as Happy's voice trails off in embarrassment and self-loathing they sort of just settle back with a sigh don't trust don't don't judge me to titles I don't trust you I think that's what we need to do we've all been there Happy we've all been there I, I think you might want to cover your ears for the next bit Happy with feeling then everyone if you just get back in your hat that would help Lee can we maybe have a uh, can you count us in Uh, yes it will again be syncopated because I'm starting to get a bit frazzled Um, I'm just going to do a little cheeky performance check at disadvantage because we're feeling frazzled right now you know 21 it could have been a natural 20 Oh, I'm sorry. I hate it wasting one of those. <laughs> very nice. Um, yeah, Bleak, how do you lead your very... Em- emphatically. Um, would I be permitted to use the tuba as well and be a one-man band? Yeah, A very small-hatted band. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Then um, how the one-foot-tall person in a one-foot-tall hat plays the normal-sized tuba. Seasons <laughs> greetings. Um, I'm going to use some of the, the drumsticks to actually move the... What valves. are they called? Valves. Valves. The valves of... Does a tuba have valves? Yeah. Yeah, cool. Uh, to, to move those. And I don't have any breath, so... <laughs> um, um, oh, I have guts. I'm going to rage. I'm going to rage because it's not working. Oh. <laughs> um, with raging and if Dustin sees and would like to use gust, I am here. I, I, love... I would love to um, to aid by... Uh, it's, it's a very kind of sandy, gritty dust, but um, uh, like dust, dusty gust um, that blows through this tube for you. Amazing. Uh, all the dust gets stuck in my beard. Um, you do have a room full of instruments. Would anyone else like to join in the Chris Carolyn Joy? I have proficiency in the horn, so recognising that we're starting to get a bit of a Christmas brass band vibe going, I'll, I'll join in. Now, Joseph, there is, of course, a tenor horn and a French horn. Which do you choose? Obviously the tenor horn. Correct. <laughs> I, I apparently actually have... Uh, I play pan flute. I have proficiency in bagpipes and longhorn, but I cannot breathe. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll just program that way. <laughs> Unbelievable. So, um, yep, Rudolph hooks the tenor horn off the wall. Dustin gusts through the tuba to accompany Bleak's drum solo on some valves. Um, Detritus and Happy, are you joining in or are you trying to pretend none of this is happening? So, Detritus does not play any instruments, kind of sees that this is maybe necessary. Is there a triangle? Anywhere. No, there is. Resting <laughs> on the side of the grand piano, there is a glittering triangle and little eater. I'm just going to hold it up and wait morosely for my moment to ding right at the end. Incredible. Happy, do you give in to the inevitable or are you in your hat? Um, can I, make, I feel like I should make a wisdom save. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, just uh, just to point out, because I've raged and I have the storm aura tundra, um, some people within ten foot of me um, get three temporary HP. Incredible! I'm going to assume that, given that Dustin and Rudolph seemed most enthusiastic about this, they have maybe come towards the drum solo. Mm-hmm. Tritus and Happy, I will leave it up to you whether you think you're also within that range. 
It's a whole three. Mm. Nice. I was, I was, I was going to say the people who were damaged, and then I just looked at my own hit points and realised that you hit me in the hand. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I'm I am it. sorry. Um, with great pain, and you can see him almost like twitching with that horrific roll. He just straight in lead singer soprano, <laughs> just like hat off on his chest, arm out, oh begins I sing the song. Please give me... Sing it, Mike. Sing it now. I know it should be performed, but any charisma-based check. I don't care what. It can be intimidation, persuasion. (laughs) And with advantage. Intimidation feels appropriate. I'm going to intimidate the shit out of this song. (laughs) Said every soprano ever. (laughs) I'm playing playing a triangle. Would sleight of hand work? Yes. (laughs) So the first roll was a nat one, and the second roll was a nineteen. So twenty-three. Overall. I mean, the nat one would have been great, but for the musical joy, I am glad it succeeded. Right, um, Bleak, you lead us in with a drum tuba solo, obviously, Rebecca. A druba, <laughs> obviously. And then everyone, um, yep, does their very best walking a winter wonderland. Could you? If you haven't already made me a check, so we know that Happy's countertenor voice is magnificent. Um, yeah, detritus, how is your triangle sleight of hand? It was an eight. Perfect. That's all you need to play a triangle. Um, it's just slightly, oh, slightly out of time. Just a... <laughs> gorgeous. Um, Dustin and Rudolph, um, how do you? Um, what check would you like to make? Performance is fine. May, may I argue? Go for it. Uh, no, sure. you go for it. <laughs> um, may I argue that because I'm using a spell that I make a kind of spell attack, like use my, my spell kind of stuff? Because yes. I'm, I'm trying to kind of do it with the, um, uh, the doobie-doo. Um, I can't remember, but my words now um i'm trying to kind of do as as a person would breathe so kind of just in bits oh, and bursts are you using your diaphragm uh yes <laughs> yes i am um i i actually don't think i have any spells that use i i didn't take any attack spells oh no yes i have one one i did one i did not want oh it's an this 11. is gonna be fine <laughs> I don't attack things. I, I, I got an 11. That was 2 11 plus 9. Total. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. And Rudolph. I'm aware this is stretching it, but given that I've probably learned to play the horn out in the wilderness, could I make a survival check for this? Yeah. I want to know the story behind the survival and the horn. Like, what is the, what is the saga? If I need to know. If you give us a story that we agree is good within 60 seconds, then yes, you can. So it is uh, a long-standing tradition in my people that when we are going out around this type of year and it's very foggy and difficult to see, but you are venturing across the snow, it's very important you don't get lost. Uh, you would occasionally play the horn uh, to be able to hear those around you and keep in touch with them. The tenor horn specifically, not the hunting Enough. horn. That's something very different. Mm. Yes. <laughs> For sheer, you tried, yes. Thanks. Uh, in that case, it's a 15. Okay. I'm not um, going to say what it would have been if that was a performance check. <laughs> What would it be? A seven. Incredible. Well, regardless, as a group, you succeed. You swing it with various levels of enthusiasm into a reasonably, like, possibly joyful 
rendition of Walking in a Winter Wonderland, and around you, the instruments slowly creak their way into life, shake off the dust, throw off the dust covers. The harp, it's once the harp joins in that it really starts to sound very, very lovely. And there is something remarkable about watching the keys of the grand piano played by themselves. Um, The violin does need tuning, and the accordion is an accordion, so, you know... (laughs) You, you do the best you can, and um, as this happens, the music on the music stand, which you realise all along had the sheet music for Walking yeah. Into Wonderland on it, again starts to glow that same joyful Christmassy glow of the Christmas tree before, at which the ghost of Christmas present lets out a joyful bellow and dives headlong. Now, they are a large ghost. This is a slim music stand, but somehow physics doesn't matter. And as he swan dives into the page of sheet music, there is a pop and he vanishes. The room quietens and darkens and you are left alone with a slightly abandoned looking ghost of Christmas future. And that is where we will take our break. (laughs) Um, I hope you are all enjoying the Christmas jollity more than the party (laughs) i'm feeling less forced to enjoy it at least um we will be back in five or ten minutes we will see you then I hope you had a lovely break. We had a spectacular break talking about cheerful, jolly Christmas things. Um, (laughs) Where we left off, our intrepid soul of Christmas festive adventurers, uh, they're getting there. We're working on it. Um, We're persuaded by the ghosts of Christmas past, present and future who got waylaid on their way to haunt Ebenezer Stooge, the town misery, and convince him of the error of his ways. They are helping them to break through the anti-Christmas magic of misanthrope manor and enable the ghost to do their required Christmas haunting. You have successfully broken in, solved the attic puzzle of decorating the Christmas tree um, in the right order to get the ghost of Christmas past in to do their presumably successful haunting we don't know yet you then proceed along to a music room and in a magnificent rendition that carolers will be talking about for decades to come of walking in a winter wonderland got the ghost of christmas past in for their turn to do their haunting leaving a forlorn looking ghost of the christmas future however Oh, sorry. Uh, my laptop has just decided it's running out of charge despite being plugged in. Give me a moment. Oh. Just to overshare, I have some sock elastic, like, itchiness on my leg and it is driving me insane. So if you see me keep on doing this, it's because it's so itchy. <laughs> sock change? The, the mark is on the skin already. It's, oh. it's itching. Oh, I'm yes, really sorry. It's your fault, Rebecca. I mean, you should be sorry. Mm. <laughs> I was going to say sympathy, not guilt, but no, I did specifically uh-huh. put those socks in your drawer last night. You did, absolutely. I knew it was you. <laughs> I come many times. Your sock drawer is my favourite place to be. <laughs> <laughs> You're like a cat just curled up in there. Mal. 
<laughs> or a tree pretending to be a cat. Um, Joel, do we have power? Unlimited yep, power. <laughs> right. <laughs> you are left behind with a slightly forlorn looking, as far as you can tell, given the hole. You can't see their face. You can just see a skeletal hand. Ghost of Christmas future. However, there is not much time for them to look forlorn because pretty much as soon as the ghost of the Christmas present dives through, the ghost of Christmas future has a like half-hearted prod of the music stand and sure enough, cannot make their way through. But then their head cocks. They head over to the door and point as they wisp their way through the door, exiting the music room. Do you follow? Uh, do I still have Detect Magic up? I think the whole music, damage, finding, singing, magic probably took us slightly over 10 minutes, I'm afraid. No, it's fine. Um, I think we could probably guess from the fact that the ghost has made it through without trouble that we're not going to get electrocuted uh, if we go through that door. Yeah, go find out, Rudolph. Yeah, someone else go first. <laughs> sure, Before I haven't been hit with lightning yet. Before we do, uh, Happy, your singing was beautiful. We'll never it speak reminded this me again. of one of the happiest Christmases I've ever had. Thank you for that wonderful experience. If you don't all forget, I will come into your bedrooms at night and modify your memories. That was silence it is. What happens in the manor stays in the manor. I'm glad we're on the same page. All right, so let's... Uh, uh, Rudolph, do the honours. I'll open the door. Um, could you make it de- No. <laughs> you <laughs> get the sense, from what the ghosts have been saying, you get the sense that as you bring Christmas cheer back to this house that was created full of Christmas magic, you are strengthening the inherent magic of the house, you are weakening the anti-magic, and so you are able to walk through a little more easily. As you head through the door, you find yourselves in a corridor, a hallway, um, with the most noticeable thing is the very brightly coloured tiles on the floor. Um, it's long and thin. There, um, bizarrely, aren't doors leading off it. There is simply the door you've just come through, a corridor with lots of paintings of miserable-looking stooges hanging along the walls, and at the other end, there is a door out. Rebecca, um, sorry, yes. may, may I, um, as we're kind of remaining in the mansion um, and we are supposedly quite um, well-versed in this sort of stuff, um, as, as we kind of go further into the house, I would like to uh, just kind of sprinkle some sand um, in, in our wake as I cast um, Pass Without a Trace. Ooh, um, so that nice. just Just if we need it, um, I don't want us to be disturbing any... You know. To clarify, after the tuba rendition <laughs> of Christmas Carol, we're now being sneaky. Yeah, I mean, we don't want to disturb anyone more than they're being disturbed by ghosts already. Incredible. This is the way. Perfect. Absolutely, you can do that. You wonder um, why our heists don't go well. <laughs> Could you all make me, or anyone who is looking, a perception check? Ooh. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Rudolph is rolling... Well. That, that's a 10 again. Flat 10. Yeah. I got a 1 for a 6. Uh, 1 is a 1. Brilliant. Uh, I thought that was a 20, but it's 14 for 15. 14 for 15. Okay. 15. 15. 
17? 17. Um, Detroitus, I think on your way out the door, you catch sight of your reflection in the mirror and are either, it's up to you, so entranced or so appalled, you just hang back to admire or revile yourself. I, I um, notice some sparkle in my hair. I'm just like, ugh, out. <laughs> Beautiful. So you will catch up with the party a little late and hence not see anything. Um, those of you who scored over a 10 will spot that hanging on the doorknob of the door on the far end, um, there is a stocking. And that sitting on the floor right by your feet, there is a wrapped present. Right, who hasn't been hurt yet? It's your turn. Bleak. I am bleak. I will pick up the present. <laughs> um, what present? What? Merry Christmas present. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Detritus catches up at this point. Um, what are we doing? What's it's a nice present. It feels like um, it's probably a really nice knitted hat, scarf, and gloves. Just from I will, squishing it a bit. I will open up the present um, with with as much gusto as I can muster. Deck safe, please. <laughs> Wait a sec. I'm, is it, am I reacting to something that I could see as a barbarian? Yes. It's the present in your hand is about to explode lightning in your face. Okay, 20. Natural or just? That's just a standard. Okay. Um... This is different. This isn't you trying to be anti-Christmas or not play. This is just not how this corridor wants to be treated. So you will take half of, it's less intense, 4d6, but I roll reasonably well. You take seven points of damage. Um, it is a spicy present. It, it likes to spice. And as you are holding it, um, you can see the torn bit of wrapping just snakes it back over and sort of defiantly clamps itself shut again. And the present is beautifully wrapped. No, I'm go- I'm sorry, Rebecca. I'm gonna. Bleak is going to open it again. Magnificent. Please, could you make me a dexterity saving throw? <laughs> How long should we leave this? I, th- no. I think the second one we take take it off, Bleak. Natural right. 20 for a 22. <laughs> I will give you quarter damage for a nat 20, because that was beautiful. Uh, 10, 13, so that is three points of damage. Does it wrap itself back up again? Oh, it does. Slightly even more petulantly than before. I'm going to rage. Rudolph is just going to gently try and distract. Wait, 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 maybe third time lucky? <laughs> no one gives a present to Bleak. The Bleak cannot open. Bleak will open the present. <laughs> You do it again. Yeah. It's maybe a deck save. What is it they say about re- people who repeat the same thing to get the same results? Oh, they're, they're scientists. They're Einstein, right? Bound yeah. to work at some point. 19. Oh, you save again? So, yeah. uh, eight, <clears throat> eight points of damage this time. Maybe there's a maybe there's a particular order that you got to instead of just ripping it open. Maybe we've maybe, there's like a different tab that you got to do first. Can I uh, look right. inside? Oh. Can I look inside the stocking? The stocking is at the other end of the corridor. Oh, you have the door you've just gone through with the present at your feet. You have a corridor lined with paintings of miserable-looking stooges, and at the far end of the corridor, you have a closed door with a stocking on the handle. Okay, I'll just walk on down. 
Have a look at that tra- Traditions and put stuff in. The present in the stock in. Do you say that before Detritus steps off or start, sets off or afterwards? Um, depends if Detritus was listening or not. <laughs> would this question stop you, Detritus, or would you keep going? Uh, I'd probably hear it and be like, oh, yes, I suppose so, but like, we should just check that there's nothing already in the stocking that we need okay. to take out first. You put your foot on the tile and absolutely nothing happens. You walk your way down and you look inside the stocking. Uh, make me an investigation check. Oh, no. I am... <laughs> not very good at the. No, I'm not very good at these. That was a two with minus one. It's a one. Uh, a, a normal, more easily fooled person would think this was an empty stocking, but they can't fool you. There must be something hidden here somewhere. There's got to be something. Maybe it's in the stitching, and I begin to kind of try and look inside the stitching and kind of pull it apart a bit. You start to pull apart <laughs> the Christmas stocking. Please, could you make me? A dexterous saving throw. What do we get, TP, Cade? And the house doesn't trust you. The house has seen your Christmas cheer, so the house is taking this as an attack on Christmas. And so we'll go for the full 5d12 damage. I got 27 on the dex save. That is... Was it a nat 20 or just a... No, it was a 19. So half down... Oh, that's a 10 and a 12. is 22, 26, 32. So you take 16 points of damage. 16. Yeah. I say, ow, lay on hands myself. <laughs> Just nice. he- healing it up. It, w- it wouldn't attack me if there wasn't something in here. <laughs> so you have your parcel. You have your stocking. You have a corridor, which apparently is fine to walk down. I'm not letting go of this parcel. Um, Bleak, do you think that maybe um, we could ferry you down the the corridor and if, if you're not going to let go of it maybe we could put you into the stocking with the parcel they once did that at Markandraw Bog they gave us as gifts to the children that it sounds a bit more creepy than intended it, it's fine <laughs> yeah, that, that sounds creepy <laughs> um, I, I'm not sure that that's okay but uh, let's let's ride, ride on past that and deal with it tomorrow yeah. maybe we could make it into a game a game for Christmas Maybe you could try and, try and throw me into the stocking. <gasps> yeah, more throwings to... Great, so yeah. this is the All point right. Bleak, Bleak is holding on to the parcel. Um, Batter up! Detritus, <laughs> could you it. sort of hold the stocking open just to... Who... Alright, who wants to go first? Uh... Happy, you're used to being thrown. Would you like to... Get your own chance at the other end of the. Absolutely. I'm gonna pick up Bleak, take his hat off, calm down Bleak, <laughs> and then yeah, go for the eat. What would you like me to roll? <laughs> Six, please. Ooh. Roll to eat. Roll to eat. Oh dear. Um... Can I can I help by trying to catch with the stocking? And maybe we um, may not get that far. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I don't think think so. No, that's that's five. That's a total of five. Amazing. Well, this would absolutely not have got Bleak down the corridor. But as it turns out, it doesn't matter. Each of these tiles is five by five, and as soon as Bleak <coughs> goes over 
the line from one tile to the next, a flash of yet more lightning springs out from the walls and electrocutes Bleak. It seems as though you can only carry the parcel one tile before you may have to pass it. Um, you can't really... I'd let you make a dex check, but you're being thrown. No, no, it's fine. So Go I think it. you can't really do that. Merry um, Christmas! You Ooh. take... Oh, I rolled well, I am sorry, 16 points Amazing. Off damage. It's only 2d10, um, she said. What if I we just like... throw the parcel? Um, that would involve Bleak letting go of it. I'm not sure uh, if that's happening. Maybe I we could pass Bleak the Bleak. At this, this point... Could do that. Bleak at this point, uh, his arms are very rigid in the, in the nutcracker sense and has lost all dexterity in his fingers from the lightning oh. damage. Oh dear. Rudolph is just going to very gently and carefully extract the parcel from Bleak. And what do you do with the aforementioned parcel? Dusty will go into the next square and... I pass it to Dustin. Cool. For, the, for those listening at home and <laughs> used to me never describing what I'm doing, I'm holding my hands out as if to receive the parcel. And I do it. <laughs> I kind of turn and um, look at Happy. It's your turn. Fine. <laughs> right. On his way, he will cast Mending on Bleak. Amazing. And then um, go across. And if this gets me here, I'm punching you in the nuts. <laughs> I, I don't accept those terms. Oh, you did. <laughs> um, pass it. Are you taking care? to not cross a tile whilst holding the parcel. Fantastic. This corridor is 60 foot long. It's a long corridor. Um, once you pass the 20 foot mark, music starts coming from the walls. It is a jolly, jolly Christmas song. You may supply your own favorite or least favorite as you go. Um, doesn't seem to change anything. You can carry on passing along the line and then suddenly the music stops. Having heard all of the music, I kind of just go, and I just drop concentration on Pass Without Trace. <laughs> Reasonable. Um, when the music stops, do you continue? Who's got the parcel? Mm. Oh, there's four of you. Bleak, are you are you passing as well, or are you? Bleak is is holding fire, hoping to be the last person to put the parcel into the oh. stocking. Okay, so there's three of you. One or two, it's Rudolph. Three or four, it's Dustin. Five or six, it's Happy. It is Happy. You are holding the parcel. Do you? What? Do happy, you do? happy, happy. You've got to take a layer off now. Do it, do it now. Take a layer off and takes it off. Off the parcel, off. Oh, the music uh, has stopped. You're, you're... As soon as um, Happy takes his hat off, the house is content that the letter of the law has been fulfilled. <laughs> and the music starts up again. Um, you continue passing. When it gets to the 40 foot line, um, Dustin. I'm not is familiar holding. with uh, strip past the parcel. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's family favourite. Come to Christmas in the vicarage. No, um, 
I love that little. How did we get there? <laughs> you are holding the parcel at the forty-foot line. When the music stops again, what do you do? Sorry, who had it? A Dustin. Oh no. Um, he's, I, I'm not. I'm not undressing. I will take a layer off of the the, the present, but I'm, I'm going to do it very, um, very tentatively and in, in that kind of really annoying way when people are just like deliberately delaying their turn to open a present and just like, oh no, I'm not, I'm not ripping the wrapping paper and I will undress the present. Fantastic. Um, as you discard the wrapping paper, it turns itself into a little paper aeroplane and flies away um, and the music restarts. You get to, well, 55 feet down the corridor, so five feet away from the stocking. Bleak, is this your moment? I think it is. Bleak will... Uh, the whole two foot's worth of Bleak will be on the floor, the arms lifted up about a foot off the ground, waiting for the present. <laughs> <laughs> I will pass the present to Bleak and then... Is, oh. uh, yes, it is Rudolph who has the present at the end of the line. Could I pass the present to Bleak and then lift Bleak up so... Can you bridge the stocking? Yes, you can, and Bleak is one foot taller. <laughs> you do not need to make a check for this. Yes, you may. I'm not letting go. <laughs> <laughs> I just turned the stocking over Bleak's head so it just <laughs> hovers the entirety. Yeah, yeah, you can. That, again, solves it with the letter of the law. I am happy for that. Bleak, if you just happily go into the stocking. Now I look like Happy when Happy puts an outfit on. Incredible. Um, as soon as the stocking, uh, the present hits the stocking, then again this stocking starts to glow brightly with Bleak's head in it. Um, it's probably just quite like a nice warm head massage um, through your hat. And then Bleak, I am afraid you are gently, carefully, lovingly pushed out of the stocking as it fills up with other presents. I think we did it. I think we now have a present each. What are these presents? Gifts. Only Everyone good elves get gifts. Well, maybe, maybe we have been good. Maybe we have done the house's bidding. All right. Um, Merry Christmas, everyone. It's good important question. How do you share out the presents? Do you dive in and grab one? Do you offer them to each other? Do you share? What do you do? Are there any differences in the wrapping? Sorry? Um, Are there any differences in size or wrapping or anything? Um, They all look exciting and fun. They all look different. None of them look like you could obviously tell what they are just from looking or squidging. Do any of them have name tags on? Um... They do. Would you like to read the name tags? Yeah, Dusty is definitely the sort of person who would um, go through, pass the, like read the name, pass it out. So. Well, there isn't a name per se on the tags. They just say, you deserve this. Happy Christmas. Oh no, it's going to be cold. It's always <laughs> cold. Maybe I, it is a, a test. Who, who thinks that they deserve it? I think detritus deserves a really good present. I think you do, and that this is a very good present, detritus. Ooh. Okay. 
to try to take That's it. what they always say, but okay. Do you open it? Cover my eyes, because I don't want to yes. see what happens. You yes, would... I'm going to open this present. You did not grab this. You were given this. And, you know, all good Christmas stories need a moral. Because you were given this, um, you open it. And it is whatever detritus desperately wanted for Christmas when he was 10. Oh, God, what would that be? It would be... Oh, I can't think of anything. Oh, no, this is the worst. It's okay. I have really put you on the spot. We can just say it is what Detritus wanted for Christmas when he was 10. That His is father's okay. approval. That's what he wanted. Oh. <laughs> suddenly have in your head a of your father going, well done, son. It's, got, it's a mug saying number one son. <laughs> Magnificent. Um, and Yep, perfect. Um, yeah, Detritus has a Christmas present. There are some remaining. Uh, Blake will systematically go around everyone one by one, giving them a present. Well, don't, don't forget yourself, Blake, and um, Dustin will hand one to Blake as well. Fantastic. You all passed the morality test. Um, you all get the thing you desperately wanted when you were 10. And because you did not grab it yourself, but you shared, you all suddenly get the effects of a short rest. Mm-hmm. Um, hey. I should have said. Guarantee. I should have said the thing I wanted most when I was ten was the wand of Orcus and just broke it. <laughs> oh, I was going to ask for a scroll of the Tarrasque. Yeah, not forgiven you. Oh, a deck of me- a deck of many things. <laughs> um, as this happens, the stocking glows brighter and brighter and brighter, and the ghost of Christmas Future reaches out, reaches their hand into the empty stocking, and is sucked through with another popping sound. Um. I do not wish to alarm anybody, but I think we might have actually succeeded. Really? I don't... Define... We were we were asked to do a thing, and we have done it. Oh, yeah! Well... Huh. So we don't get paid? Do we still get to steal all? No, happy thoughts, giving gifts. Wait, if we're like, if we give something, we could demand Ebenezer gifts us. I'm so sorry, Ebenezer, please. Ebenezer. <laughs> Ebenezer. Um, we demand Eb- gifts Eb- Ebenezer gives us. Just everything. And we will be good people because apparently this is how it works. We will be taking from the rich and giving to the poor, which is us. Does the door we're in front of open? Um, it does. And you take no. Yeah. <laughs> That's what, what's happened to the uh, the ghost that was with us at this point. It went through the stocking, right? It went through the stocking. The ghosts have gone. They have not returned. Um. So. Uh, they, I mean, they were going to give us some stuff, but they're, they're obviously all not here. So do we need to just like, f- I feel bad just, you know, hanging around and, you know, waiting to be paid. But then also, you know, I don't want them to do that thing that, you know, always happens to contractors where they just go, oh, yes, next week, next week. And, and then they leave town. They might be a little difficult to find if they've sort of been 
I don't know, disappeared into the ethereal Christmas spirit of the house. And the old Christmas ghosts as well. So they were deliberately going to haunt Ebenezer. And Ebenezer is somewhere in this house. If we find Ebenezer, we find our contractors. To the old person's house. No, room. We're in the house. We're there. To the bedroom. You wander through the house, attempting to find Bebenezer's study. Um, how are you going to try and find it? It's a very large mansion. I just picture we're doing the Scooby-Doo, where we're just running through different doors. And we're going the same way, going opposites. <laughs> ah, now it's the Benny Hill section. <laughs> um, if no one is doing any checks or any magic, it's just Benny Hill, then sure enough, the Benny Hill section continues. <laughs> Some minutes. Um, until... You hear, only uh, on the floor you're on and somewhat down further down the corridor, you hear a cheerful whoop as a rather elderly mask voice um, suddenly is emphatically cheering that I am as light as a feather, I am as happy as an angel, I am as merry as a schoolboy, a merry Christmas to everybody. And then the whooping continues. I've just got to gently pull Happy's hat back down over his ears. Um, you have a few seconds to hat Happy and to assume this means the haunting was successful. And then with some rapid tolling of the bell, strangely, it seems to be one o'clock again. Um, and a series of disconsolate popping noises, the three ghosts appear very close to your face. Yeah. Um, have an insight check from anyone who cares to make one. Mm, I will try. Who's there? It's, uh, 19. Also 19. 13. Um, <laughs> Bleak is in a hat still. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Mercadraw Bog Resort and Spa. My name is Bleak <laughs> and I will be your seasonal advisor for today. <laughs> um, it was a low DC. Anyone over a 10. It's quite obviously these three ghosts are agitated they have done their haunting you they have a happy repentant stooge they should be celebrating and giving you a large amount of gold however they look so wildly stressed and scared something might have gone wrong um pub we can't go to the pub it's too late we're all going to die please relax <laughs> you don't understand. We can't relax. This is very, very bad. Did you haunt someone too hard? Well, or too well. They never repent. We never make contingency plans for in case they repent because we go, ooh, the error of your ways. And they go, no, I'm happy being a horrible person. And then we go, well, there you go. And the hellhounds are summoned. But there isn't... We've never needed a way to stop the, the, the demons coming because they always have to come and we there isn't an off switch. That sounds like a you problem. Yeah, that's a real flaw in design. Yes, it really is. Tell them why it's a them problem. Well, we could just appeal to their basic compassion and humanity first that an innocent and repentant <laughs> man is going to die. I don't think that's going to work. Ning, 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 ning. <laughs> 
you don't realize this is all the whole point of this is christmas joy and kindness and the innocent do well and the evil turn repentant if 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 the if the demons come and they rip apart a repentant man then it the the, the fallout of anti-christmas shock will flatten this town oh no have done our job so well um this does seem rather like um what's the word i'm looking for uh shitstorm um what uh what exactly do you expect us to be able to do against hellhounds well they're not exactly hellhounds that's the closest way to describe them they're just sort of terrifying antitheses of christmas joy um that doesn't sound much better but we got, we're powerless. We just, ooh, ghosts. Yes, we're very pathetic, really. And you see the hooded figure just nod embarrassingly. Um, so just to clarify, what you are offering us is the chance for happy and detritus to fight embodiments of Christmas joy. Yes. Maybe this is what I was supposed to do my entire life. Oh, ho, ho, motherfuckers. Christmas. They're coming. We have to go. We, they will rip us apart if we're here. We're powerless, but we'll be waiting for you at the bar humbug. If, you, if you're successful, the future of all that gold and joy will, will be waiting for you. If not, there's a nice graveyard. We've just shown it to Stooge. Right, well, it sounds like you lot have got a fight on your hands. Good luck. Aren't you coming? Oh, I'll, I'll be watching, don't worry. Why are you watching? Come. Last time you came and helped and you did the spells. You are very good at spells. I, I don't really use the, you know, the damagey ones, though. I, even if they are kind of, you know, very killy things. I, I, you, you do your thing and I'll, I'll back you up. It's fine. The head of the Ghost Christmas Future whips, sort of, you sensing the air, and then uh, Christmas present says, they're coming, prepare yourselves, and they pop out of sight. You can only imagine to wait for you in the tavern. You have a very short amount of time. Are there any preparations you would like to make? Oh, God. A reminder, you've had the effects of short rest. That involves rolling hit dice if you need them. Mm-hmm. And I feel like most of you do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I would like as as we're kind of how long now this spell only lasts a minute uh no if 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 it sounds like they're imminent then i will really sounds like they're imminent i will cast at fourth level um heroism great um which means i get to target an additional creature so um four people so the four of you um me me telling you good luck counts as me um giving you all a pat on the head and saying right you're, you're going to do very well well done um and you've all got uh temporary hit points which refresh at the beginning of your turns um equal to my spell casting ability modifier which is five great fantastic um please all remember that i won't remember that um anything yes detritus evie uh, just remember to anybody who is in 10 feet of me, you get plus two to any saving throws within my vicinity. Maybe stay close. Try to, mm. mm. um, any, anything else anyone would like to do? 
Yes, uh, the stocking in which Bleak is in is going to start smoking um, and there will be sparks coming out from the, the, the hole. Uh, and then there'll be the sound of tearing fabric as two little arms come out and two little leggies. And then he's going to pull the hole down around his neck and the drum is somehow going to erupt from the stocking. Alien style. Bleak is raging and we are ready. You fight. are wearing the yes. Christmas stocking. What is your AC normally? 15. Cool, it's now 16. Oh boy. <laughs> okay. Everyone Anything off? else anyone wants to do to prepare? I'm going to hold off for now. Are we still in the corridor? Are we somewhere else? Where are we? You're in this cor- um, Yes, you're <clears> in this <throat> corridor at the stocking end. No, okay. you're not. Of course not. You did the Benny Hill sequence. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I could have forgotten. <laughs> you are um, in on the ground floor in the entrance hall. So very close to the front door, you have what looks like a very formal dining room off to your left. You have a uh, maybe slightly cosy, but not very cosy looking living room off to your right, the front door in front of you. And behind you, there is a door that you can assume Stooges study because that's where the whooping noise was coming from. Um, this foyer is uh, someone with better spatial awareness. How big are rooms in feet usually? It's a by big, 40 foot. It's yeah. a big room. This entrance hall is 60 by 60. Sure. And there are open doorways into the dining room and the living room, closed front door in front of you, study door behind you. Um, great. If everyone is prepared, then. Fortunately, just as you finish these preparations, the drum has just burst alien style through the stocking. Um, there is the ghosts kind of popping, bell ringing, suddenly sounds really joyful and cozy in comparison to the rending, tearing, eldritch ripping of the fabric of time and space that happens as three figures, it has to be three, it's a morality tale, pop in two view but pop is again too cheerful they sort of just shiver or slime their way into being forcing their way through the planes to arrive in front of you there are three first and in the middle seeming to be the ringleader there is a huge warrior um bedecked entirely in shiny armor covered in holly so all the prickles sticking out she has a great sword fashioned from what appears to be the wishing bone of an enormous prize turkey with shards of broken baubles sticking out along the blade of the sword from sort of from the back of her throat there comes a constant eerie facsimile of what should be jolly laughter but actually just sounds like a terrible mockery of it she is, of course, the night before Christmas. Hey. Um, flanking her to over her left shoulder is a second warrior, but his armor is rusty. Um, beneath his visor is just a skeleton. He wields a long sword and many daggers made of ice, and there is just an aura of silence around him. Frost spreads around his feet and his breath freezes into crystal shards. This is, of course, the Silent Knight. <laughs> and finally, flanking 
the night before Christmas over her right shoulder, there is a small goblinoid creature. She is entirely bedecked in bells, head to toe, braided into her hair, covering every patch of clothing, little jingle bells, cowbells, handbells, you name it, even tiny, tiny bells pierced onto her really long fingernails. Um, and she is holding an enormous, thwacking great stick, of course, made of bells. This is the fearsome hag Carol of the Bells. Mm. And as they arrive, the three of them in unison rasp out, Ebenezer Stewage, we are your doom. Could everyone roll initiative? Mm-hmm. Um, I did have one thing that I would like to do before initiative that I've just thought of, if that's okay. Absolutely, yes. I would like to cast haste on Bleak. Ooh, lovely. Thank you. Um, great. So, yes, when you have your initiatives please do shout them out i'm doing this manually so i might be slow but yeah please do yell 17 17 for rudolph great what else we got 22. okay 22 for bleak and what was that for happy 10 for happy 10 fantastic how about dustin oh uh that's an 11 for me 11 brilliant and lastly, Evie, what do we have? A magnificent eight. A magnificent eight. Um, is that different from a regular eight? No, it's not. Oh, sad times. But it is Christmas. Yeah, it, it's it's jollier. Detritus yeah. have an eight. Let's see. Oh, I've rolled like me. That is a <laughs> 12 for Carol. That is an 18 for the Silent Night. And for the night before Christmas, that is a 22 as well. Uh, Bleak, what is your dex mod? Uh, my dex mod is plus two. Oh, I am sorry. You are just tipped to the post. Cool. Um, bear with me. This is very boring while I tweak you all into an initiative order. First up, we have the night before Christmas. Now, where are you standing? Have any of you moved... All about the house. (laughs) Have any of you moved in a more forward position? Have any of you backed away? Um, Are any of you looking particularly threatening or particularly cowardly? What kind of vibes are you all giving off? Rudolph... Sorry, go for it, Joe. Go for it again. Uh, Rudolph would like to have positioned himself back standing in front of the study door. Okay. So Rudolph is at the back, braced against the door, understood. Bleak uh, would have gone straight up uh, in front of this central laughing lady. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, uh, where where are the people? Detritus is sword-drawn, bloodlust in starry eyes, uh, to there was to Carol of the Bells. Okay. Happy's uh, behind um, Rudolph. <laughs> And Dustin is near to Detritus, knowing that um, that is where the safety is. Okay, so we have three of you closer in closer to melee, and then two of you backed up against the study door. Does that sound about right? If any of you are like, no, I'm not within five <laughs> feet, tell me now. Um, right. In that case, we start with the night before Christmas who, seeing this very, very small creature come and brandish their drum right in front of them, 
is going to focus on you. Now there's three enemies within 10 feet of her, so actually she's not. She's going to use her Great Cleave feature, which means she can swing, she's going to swing her Great Turkey Wishbone enormous sword out and in one sweep attack Detritus and Leek and Dustin. So if I roll badly though, I didn't. That's 25 to hit. <laughs> um, silvery barbs. Ooh, very nice. Um, that is 16 to hit. I mean, that still hits me. Okay. Who succeeds? Brilliant. Detritus, it misses. Um, Bleak, does it hit? Fantastic. Well done. That has turned it from hitting all three into hitting just one. That was a very good yep. use of silvery barbs. No, it did hit me. My, my AC is 16. Ah. Oh, the hit succeeds, not you succeed. I'm very sorry. Um, it hits both of you. You both are going to take 2d6 plus 14 slashing damage. So eight, 22 points each, please. Oof. And I will give the advantage to detritus as well. Um, sorry, 20, 20, what, sorry? Uh, 22 points of damage each. I should not be this close. <laughs> um, uh, I'll roll my concentration on heroism. Ooh. Yeah, is, is haste still up, Evie? Uh, oh, yeah, I need to roll up. Thank you. I should be asking you these things. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> uh, what do I add to concentration? I forget. Consmod. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, con modifier. Yeah. Con. It, it'll be equal to... Um, half the damage or 10 whichever's higher yes, um, and it's a con save isn't it rather than just mm -hmm. a con check yeah yep. so you gotta beat an 11. Ooh. so it does my plus two on saves yeah mm -hmm. 21 uh, then magnificent yeah. very yeah. easy yes haste is still up i, I rolled the, still i up. rolled the wrong one um i rolled the check instead of the save with the save it, and with evie's extra stuff it is it's up just <laughs> brilliant very very nice um bleak you managed to leap over the sweeping blade, and it is now your turn. Uh, amazing. Uh, Bleak will, um, smoking all the while, uh, is, a, is able to attack three times because of haste. Amazing. So I'm going to roll 3d20 and see if they hit. For uh, the night before Christmas, the seventh. Yes, please, yes. Great. Uh, the first is 16 plus 8, <clears throat> so 24. That absolutely hits. Second is 19 plus 8, sorry, 9 plus 8, which is 17. Misses, I'm afraid. And then the next is 16 plus 8, which was the same as the first one, hits. so hits. So two hit. Great. I'll roll my damage on here. That would be 10 plus 14 points of uh, drumstick damage. We'll uh, say bludgeoning. <laughs> Drumstick damage works. Fantastic. Thank you ever so much. Um, um, Nicholas will use his reaction to just breathe a little bit of frost out and deal will get 1d6 extra damage on that. Oh, amazing. Can you use a reaction before you've had a turn? It's... If someone says yes, I'll believe you. I don't see him very often. Great. If not, it's the magic of Christmas. Um, <laughs> fantastic. In addition, uh, sorry, that was 1d6, was it? Yep. Okay. Um, da, da, da. That was four points additional of reaction damage. Uh, in in addition, um, I will bonus action storm aura again, and those around me. So I think Detritus and Dustin, anyone within ten foot would get three temp HP. Ooh, very yep. nice. I'll have that. 
that ends my go. Um, we now head to the silent night. Uh, none of you were squaring up to him, I believe. So, uh, but you, he is going to move to be in melee with... Dustin, were you on Carol or were you on the night before Christmas? I'm I'm attempting to just stay within Detritus's um, aura, not to actually square up to anyone. Understood. In this case, um, I will make it fair. I will just roll. Bleak, you are the only one who has done damage. They come for you. Um, he moves um, towards you and will make... He also has multi-attack. He makes three longsword attacks against you. Um, one is a nat one. One was only a five on the dice. It was only a 13, so I think that misses. Correct. And one is a 26. That does beat my AC, Rebecca. But... It's always good to check these things. However, he does slightly less damage than his scary night lady friend. Um, and he only does 12 points of damage to you. However, could you please make me a DC 15 charisma saving throw? I am so charismatic. Mm -hmm. I can add two to this. I yes. mean, it was it was yeah, a natural did. one, so that that's that's more than one. That's three. It's a one is a one. Um, <laughs> and regardless, yeah, I don't think you could make it up to 15. Um, no. The intimidating silence of the silent night spreads to you and you find yourself unable to speak. Uh, I'll be motioning emphatically at this point. <laughs> I'm going to say you can still beat your drum. That again sounds euphemistic. You can still make musical noise if you so desire. That is, I believe, the end of the Silent Night's turn. It is, uh, which takes us to Rudolph. Okay. In that case, uh, you will all hear from the back of the hall and probably some from the lounge and the dining room as well, because, you know, space is tight here. This thundering sound of hooves as Rudolph the Threadnote, the Threadrobed, will summon his reindeer. Uh, I will cast mm. Conjure Animals and call forth all eight of Dasher and Dancer oh and Prancer and Vixen and Comet and Cupid and Donner and Blitzen. Of course. Uh, and they will all charge at the Silent Night. <laughs> Unbelievably brilliant. Um, yes, because I'm imagining just a normal reindeer is not a very high... Um, it's really now. not. No, yeah, it is cool. It is a big, yeah, big CR quarter, which means I can summon it, all eight of them. Absolutely. Um, yes, what do they attack? What happens? Uh, they will all attempt to make a ram attack. Uh, and that's some spectacularly ro low rolls. I thought you said reindeer, not sheep. Reminder, you have inspiration. <laughs> uh, I don't think I could use it on their rolls, and I probably don't want to anyway. Um, yeah. Ones that are of a vaguely sensible number, there is a 20 and a 16 and a natural 20. Ooh, uh, what do you add to them? Uh, so that's with it added. What's a natural 20? Uh, goes up to a 26. Okay. Sorry, 25 uh, even. <clears throat> two of them hit. The 20 and the 25 hit. Uh, the nat 20, of course, does double damage. How much damage do you do? Cool. In that case, uh, that will be a total of 29 points of damage. Lovely. And I would like the Silent Knights to make two strength saving throws. Uh, yes, of course. 
The Silent Knight, no, no, is relatively strong. Let's find out. Two strength saves. Um, one of them was unfortunately a nat 20. I'm very sorry. One of them, however, was only a seven. Uh, cool. It will be knocked prone. Fantastic. Um, and the really? reindeer will continue galloping uh, out of the entrance and then probably try and turn around ready for next round. Magnificent. Um, that takes us... Is that the end of your turn? Uh, yes. Uh, on Nicholas's turn, uh, they are going to join in the fun and will also go and try and attack the Silent Knight. Yes, of course, Nicholas comes straight after. Brilliant. Yep. <clears throat> um, yes. Um, let me go ahead and Hang find... On, on Nicholas's turn, all eight of them can attack again? No, 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 but Nicholas yeah. is going to. Uh, that is a 19 to hit. Uh, the night before Christmas. Uh, the Silent Night. Oh, then yes, it will hit the Silent Night. And you get advantage if you're attacking melee? Uh, that's a good point. Uh, yeah, it will be higher with advantage, but right. it will yeah, still hit. Um, and that is a total of 10 points of damage. 10 points of damage. Four of it is cold damage, in case that makes a difference. Um, it does. It, the Silent Night is immune to cold damage. See the whole um, thing? Yeah, cool. Um, <coughs> but, so that was, to say, 16 points of damage then? No, six. Six. Ah, still, you tried. Yeah. Um, Nicholas did a very good job. He's Thanks. a very good boy. Um, next, we have Carol of the Bells. Um, you are all within 60 feet of Carol. Please, could you make an intelligence saving throw? Oh, dear. Plus two. For God's sake, Carol. I should be good at this. No. Eight. <laughs> Dirty 20. Very nice. Five. 16. Nice. 17. Okay. Um, all of you who got a 14 or above save. Um, however, this is Bleak and Rudolph. Um, you are distracted by the eerie chimes. This means you have disadvantage on attack rolls during your next turn. And if you roll a 1 to 5 on your d20, you will automatically miss regardless of your modifier. Um Carol can select people to ignore this, which is why, weirdly, her allies mm -hmm. are not at all affected by this. Um, and then she is going to lurch towards Detritus and try and bonk you over the head with her bell stick. Yes, I know, I heard it. Um, I just that, have hit me with your rhythm stick in my head. That's what I have. That is a 15 to hit. That does not hit. Very nice. Um... That's all she can do. She is the least wacky one of them all. Um, fantastic. That takes us on to Dustin. Oh, me? Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, sorry, I'm, I'm very surprised. I thought I was after Bleak. Um, Bleak's gone. Bleak went some time ago. Oh. Right? Well, yes. then I am after yes. Bleak. <laughs> um, in that case, uh, Liz, did you remember to add your five... 10 page I did back. not, but I'm going to do that now. I thought I was listening out very well, but I apparently have a very low perception. <laughs> um, uh, and just to kind of narrate as well on your turn, like um, my my magic kind of very much focuses on like you know um, influencing your dreams. So when when you get this her heroism spell cast on you, you kind of um, it, your sight is overlaid with kind of cartoon images of 
you and your your kind of bravest dreams, where you're you're the hero in uh, everything. Every single dream, sure. Yeah. Every yeah. single dream. Your favourite ones. Yeah. Um, right. I'm going to do what. I do best. Um, I take some sand from a pocket and um, blow it across the um, the enemies arrayed in front of us. I would like to upcast sleep to fourth level. Okay. Um, so sleep, I roll five d8s, yeah. and then for every level above um, the first, yeah. I add two more d8s. Which how many I make, total? I make eleven d8. I'm going to tell you mm. not to do that because you would need to roll every single one of them to be an eight to make the lowest DC fall asleep. You can if you want to, but as your kind Christmas mm. DM, the odds of you doing that are ridiculous. Um, and I'd okay. just waste such a high level spell doing something that I know cannot work. Fair enough. Um, in that case, I am going to need. All right. We'll go for the dreams one then. Um, in that case, I will cast um, at third level hypnotic pattern. Lovely. Okay. Um, so that is a DC seventeen throw of the. Why can I not read? Wisdom variety. Wisdom save. Okay. The night before Christmas succeeds on a dirty twenty. Silent night fails on a flat four. And Carol of the Bell succeeds on an 18. Okay, one of threes. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with this. Um, right, that's that. I don't think I've really got... Um, um, what happened with the Silent Night staring at Hypnotic Pattern? I've used this spell enough, I should know, but remind me. Um, I've just clicked off it. Um, it uh, I create a twisting pattern of colours, um, so dreams cycle through their heads and uh, they are distracted. Um, uh I'm obviously trying to get them in a cube that doesn't include my companions. Understood. We'll assume um, that the spell can reach out through the front door, so um, that is fine. So it says, on a failed save, the creature becomes charmed. Um, while charmed, they are incapacitated and have a speed of zero, and it ends only if they take damage or if someone else uses an action to shake the creature out of its stupor. Very nice. Okay. Um, are you immune to being charmed? Or not. You succeeded on the one who is not immune to being charmed. Well done. Okay. Um, um, does, is that your turn? I, I'm i just trying to double check whether this is concentration because I'm obviously doing I that. I think that it is. That? It is concentration, yes. Uh, yeah, I did a stupid thing then. Oh, yeah. well. Sorry. Yeah, no. That's what happens when you kind of suddenly have to rethink... Sorry. Um, no, it's fine. Um, yeah, I'm concentrating on that now. Cool. Never mind. You completely incapacitated Silent Night. <clears throat> yeah, I think... Third of your enemies. I think that's probably a better use of my concentration. Um, and then also, uh, with my bonus action, I will use Blade Ward. Lovely. Um, Janassi the... can use Blade Ward as a bonus action. Very nice. Yeah. Um, I have resistance against bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing. And it, as far as I can tell, that is not a concentration, so I'm fine. Uh, brilliant. Let me just check, see if I can give you a shorthand. I'm pretty sure that basically all the damage they do is physical damage. Physical. I will physical. tell you if it's not physical damage. So assume you can be resistant to everything unless I tell you. 
Great. Uh, and that just lasts till the end of your next turn, right? Yeah, it, it says I've got one use, but, you know, hey-ho. It works. Um, Happy, you're up. Um, I'm just going to pop out and be like, Oi, Bell! Oh, no, let's maybe keep this Christmassy. Um, <laughs> go over to the the bells and... Or Carol. Or Carol. Um, and a um, Carol-sized present is going to pop up from underneath and encompass them completely. Incredible. Um, as I, I'm going to attempt to cast Banishment. Yes. And we will see if um, Carol breaks out of the present that they have been wrapped inside of or they disappear. I'm a very charismatic sort of hag, I feel. Um, I am a very charismatic hag. I'm really, really sorry. That was 19 plus 4, so 23. Break out. Sorry, it was a great idea. It's all good. I'll see you next round. <laughs> um, Silvery Bubs. Oh. I can't. I'm just suggesting it in case Lester wants to. <laughs> Those two dreaded words. We've already. Oh no, Dustin's now on his next turn, isn't he? So could do another reaction. And you can silver rebarbs force a saving throw as well as an attack. Great. Any roll, I believe. If Dustin would like to. Um. Oh, yes, I will. Sorry. Sean, Sean was listening <laughs> Sorry, don't want to force you. Just yeah, didn't want Happy's, I, Happy's I, present I, banishment to go for waste. Um, yeah, I will absolutely do that. Sorry, this, I, I'm, I'm reading my spells and trying to go, no, that's concentration. That's no concentration. <laughs> um, yes, I will I will silverly barbs. Sorry, I will, be, I will be more present. Ooh, I will be Christmas present today. You, that's a seven, so an 11 total. That fails. Amazing. Hey. Uh, the party makes celebratory hand noise gestures <laughs> for those listening at home. Um, uh, target is. Do you get to make saves or. Uh, you just basically go. I need to get beaten up for it to come back, basically. If you insist. Um, <laughs> and that takes us finally to Detritus. Okay. So. Carol is banished. Carol is banished. Silent oh, yeah, the present just, like, crushes in on it. Silent Knight is incapacitated. Uh, night Before Christmas is looking pretty healthy and pretty cross. <laughs> I'm going to go for the Night Before Christmas. Great. Uh, the first thing I'm going to do is, as a bonus action, uh, I'm going to... Where, where is it? Where is it? I'm going to use my Vow of Animity. That one. Amazing. That one. Uh, so that I have advantage on all attack rolls against this particular one. Very nice. Um, and then I'm gonna whack him twice with uh, with a with a divine smite. So let's see how that goes. Very nice. Okay, two hits with divine smite. And both with advantage. Fantastic. Okay, so that was a. Hang on, scroll up, scroll up. Uh, that's 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 20, 23, 24, 25 to hit. You get the magic number of over 20. Yep, that hits. And then 14, 15, 16, 17. And then 21. Very oh, nice. Yeah. Both of them hit. What Both level of smite hit. are you using? Uh, 
It's a one shot. I'm going to use my highest level. That's a very good idea. Uh, I only have... Okay, so one will be third level. Beautiful. And one will be second level. Oh, God. Oh, God. Maths. I don't like maths. <laughs> okay. Um, it's maths likes you, Evie. Maths <laughs> likes you. <laughs> okay. So I'll do the normal damage first and then yep. put on... Okay. So where is it? There it is. Okay. That is that. Okay, so that is uh, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28. Sorry, uh, pause. Little question. Yes. So on long swords, it says one dice above and then another dice below. The D10 is if you're using it two-handed. Two-handed. The D8 is one-handed. Which, given you're not doing an off-handed attack no. you just get two a hack did he you should do it two-handed right unless you have a shield if you have like a bigger shield, shield then yeah, yeah, if you don't have an offhand weapon you don't have a shield then you're doing it two-handed cool awesome uh, i did roll the right dice then so that was um sorry i'll pause back in okay so that's 17 18 19 20 21 22 23 24 20 25 normal damage very nice and then the smitey boys yeah let's let's see ah uh, uh, you get an extra one because of undead as well. I believe if you smite, you get an extra D8 if it's an undead. You although absolutely I might be like you. You are correct. Okay, so you're rolling four D8 for your second level spell slot and five D8 for your third level spell slot. Okay, so I'll do four first. Okay, that is uh, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. Amazing, so 22 and 25. And then how many D8s for the second one? Uh, 5 D8, you said. 5 D8s, so I add one more. Thank so you for your help one, and support. That's another one. <laughs> oh god, I'm out of D8. <laughs> I just have to roll one twice, it's fine. Christmas is over. <laughs> okay, that is, ooh, okay. 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27. One more. 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33, 34. Paladins, my word, you have, with one turn, taken her from pretty healthy to almost a third of her hit points. Um, On the off chance that she's not immune to cold damage, uh, Nicholas will use his reaction to add another four points of damage to that. He is not. It is only the one dripping frost. Who is. <laughs> magnificent. I would like to just take a moment to point out how magnificent uh, Detritus's sword is. It's like kind of polished volcanic stone um, and then when light glitters off it you can see kind of stars Ooh. it's pretty beautiful this takes us to the top of the so, so just a very quick thing yeah. um Evie, is that the first thing that you've rolled since you got the silvery the first lot of silvery barbs yes it is oh yes uh, roll with it in case you get a nat 20. okay let's see i'll use my new one Did you? It's a yeah. Christmas miracle! So incredible. Right, the normal damage was 25, and then the first smite was... Oh, no, obviously you should do it on the third smite, which was... Uh, uh, 34. So Roll every dice you own. Now another 34, and if we assume the normal damage was half of 25, call it 13 points, an extra 47 points of damage. Does that sound fair? Great. 
Ow! <laughs> How much did I do with this card? I don't know. Someone on Twitch chat, please go back and add it up. Um, my <laughs> hurts. Uh, no one should have this Region much of power. 130 points of damage from some rough maths. Yeah, that sounds about well. That sounds about right. Yep. I mean, how, mu- how much is um, is the knight missing? Because Not telling you that. <laughs> I'm, 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 however much the knight is missing is going to be... Yes, but she'd the... already lost some health, and I can't remember how many oh. she started from the lost from. Right, um, 130 sounds approximately correct. Um, boo, by which I mean many congratulations. And, and just very quickly, because I have already... I've, I've cast Silvery Bulbs again as well while I wasn't paying attention. Um, Bleak will have this one. Brilliant. Yes, of course. Um, Bleak has advantage at the top of the Before you go back to hurting us, can I? Can I? I forgot to say I. I move. I move back and hide behind Rudolph again. I've totally forgot to. Good to know. Um, Rudolph, do you provide cover between you and Nicholas? Like some cover, or not really? I mean, I am a lot larger than Happy, so this seems plausible. I'm feeling generous. Okay. Um, <laughs> Right, at the top of the round, the night before Christmas is furious. Now, on the one hand, Detritus hit her really, really hard. On the other hand, um, Happy is keeping Carol away. Let's leave it up to dice, shall we? Um, She is going to use her... She's not going to go for her Great Cleave. She's going to go for her multi-attack and... Two attacks are coming towards Detritus. One is coming towards Happy. Right, Detritus hitting you. There is a 20 and a 23. They both hit. Fantastic. Um, these are the plus 14 because I love this NPC. Um, so that first one is 22 points of damage. That second one is 8 plus 40, another 22 points of damage. Ow. Um, is Hayes still up? Oh, let's see. Uh, so, so that's 19 on the first mm-hmm. one, so I think so. Yep. Yep. Cool. Uh, do I need to roll for the second attack? You do, I'm afraid, every time you take damage, right? Cool. Uh, that was a 16 on the dice, so that's a dirty 20. Or is it once per turn and total damage it's, per turn? It's whatever you take, haven't you? Great, perfect. You are all good. Um, that is... Oh, and then... No, no, how could I forget to hit <laughs> on Happy? Come on! What um, benefits do I have from hiding behind Rudolph? <laughs> it doesn't matter. I rolled a nat 20. Um, so you're good. It's, I only double the d6, so it's just 4d6 instead of 2, and then plus 14. It could be worse. Um, but that's a 10... And then two sixes, my goodness. 22 plus 14, 36 points of damage and a constitution saving throw, please. To see if you keep the banishment, not because there's something extra sneaky happening. DC 16, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Uh, 32, did I say then? Yes. You get plus two because of detritus. Oh, uh-huh. oh, not in ten feet of detritus. Oh, You're hiding behind Rudolph. Detritus is close to the front door. I'm really sorry. 
Uh, that's okay. That's a seventeen. Oh, I'm annoyed. Well done. Amazing. Okay. Um, we pass on to Bleak. Bleak has advantage from Silvery Barbs on your first attack that you make. But I have disadvantage anyway because a thing happened to me that gave me disadvantage. Maybe from Carol. It was Carol, yeah. You are distracted. Thank you for the reminder. Yes, you're distracted till the end of your turn, so it comes out flat. Okay. So that's on my first one because I have advantage on my first one. Yeah. But I'm going to go reckless anyway. Lovely. So I'm going to go for the first one normally and then I'll go reckless for the other two. Okay. So I've got a 15 and a 16, both plus eight. 15 and a 16, both plus eight. Who are you hitting? Um, I'm going to go for the night before Christmas. Uh, They will hit her. Um, I'm then going to move to the person who is not... No, we can't. Ignore me. All of them are going to go for the night before Christmas. Uh, five plus eight is a number that won't hit, I that believe. That misses, I'm afraid. Got you. Um, so I can't speak because I'm also silenced, I think, yes. too. So there's no words coming from Bleak. Just fury and action. Um, let's see how much these drumsticks deal. That's a 12 plus 16, so 28. Ooh, I'm just imagining chicken drumsticks. <laughs> oh, I did attack with advantage. Sorry, I'll just roll these three again, just... Great. In case, doesn't matter. Ignore me. Now, an attack, a melee attack, has missed the night before Christmas, which means she can use a reaction to make a greatsword attack against you. Okay. I think I should have used before and I forgot, so everyone... They can do it well again, done. if you like. Um, that is a... Ebeda plus seven, uh, 23 to hit. That hits. Sorry, I'm not. I want to hurt mm-hmm. you all. That's another. I keep rolling eight. 22 points of damage. What type of damage is it just out of interest? Oh, you will be resistant to it. It's slashing damage. Oh, got you. Uh, amazing. I think the stocking is looking a little sliced up right now. Uh, in addition to the slices that are already in it. Um, yes, and there are quite a few sparks flying, not through injury, just through rage. Beautiful. Um, is that the end of your turn? Oh, no, um, I'm going to, just because I can, and yep. it's a one-shot, I've got 100 foot of movement that I can use, and I have the mobile feet, so I'm just going to run a couple of circles around and just finish where I ended up, where I started. Because <laughs> <laughs> I can. Completely and utterly fantastic. Um, it's next Silent Knight's turn, and he is incapacitated and can't make a save. That was a really fun turn. Um, <laughs> it was for me. Riddle, what are you going to do? Uh, who's looking poorly? The night before Christmas is... Sorry, that was of our party, <laughs> oh. not of the Anapes. <laughs> the Tritus is looking bloodied, but like where, where the blood is, just for flavour, you can see like golden swirls of galaxies in there. It's, oh. it's cute, but blood still. Uh, yeah, cool. Uh, Rudolph will... Uh, yeah, we'll cast Cure Wounds at second level on Detritus. Thank you. Uh, ooh, that's quite good. Uh, that is 16 points of healing. Uh, and then the small herd of reindeer outside are going to wheel round and charge back at the night before Christmas. Excellent. You have 20 to beat. 
Um, in that case, oh, that's a bit better. Uh, four of those will succeed. I need to know how many miss before a success hit. Uh, four of them missed. Uh, sorry, no. Uh, before before one hits, uh, one of them missed. Okay, so that reindeer takes, assuming that a 21 hits that reindeer, that reindeer will take uh, 16 points of damage. The knight has already used her reaction, hasn't she? Uh, you are entirely. Uh, is this a reaction? Yes, it is. Thank you very much. Um, then that reindeer feels relieved as a presentiment. What could have happened? Past yeah, they would have been super dead. Um, and it doesn't matter at all. Um, you don't need to roll. Um, if four of them hit, she's she's gone. Um, Great. A clatter. Um, resounds as the huge amount of armour sort of hits the floor and then dents and bashes and pushes its way into itself before disappearing in, again, a kind of violent tearing sound, and it is gone. Uh, and the reindeer will continue to sort of form a protective cluster around Happy. Very nice. Um, Nicholas's turn? Uh... I don't think Nicholas wants to risk waking the Silent Knight up for the pretty pitiful amount of damage he would do. No offense, Nicholas, you're lovely. Um, so yeah, I think he will just he'll just chill chill with me at the back. Um, brilliant. Then we are over to Cat of the Bells, who is banished and cannot make a saving throw. How fun, Dustin! Ooh. Um. Cool. Well, I'm also not going to wake up. Uh, you might be surprised about that. Um, the uh, the people or attempt anything which would unbanish the other one. So I think I will be using my turn. Uh, it would is is detritus still looking unwell? A little poorly, yeah. Because <clears throat> I'm also missing hit points, and I'm trying to determine whether it's better to keep the wizard up or you in the fight. Um, I'm going to, you know what? I can always cast cure wounds on myself. I can't always nip in and heal you, so I will heal you. Um, sure. Are you, are you looking level one heals? Are you looking level two? <laughs> I'm going to do level two, second, second level. Okay. Three. Just to be safe. Yeah. Two d eight plus five. That is a number. Sixteen. Excellent. Um, I'm just above half. Hey, uh, I could have gone more. Um, okay. Uh, it's not really a lot for me to do with my um, bonus action because there's no point in me blade warding. So I will just um, hum a vaguely Christmassy ditty and then go, remember who you're around. Um, <laughs> and then that's, that's it. Great. Uh, this takes us down to happy. You have a banished Carol, you have an incapacitated Silent Knight, <laughs> you have a definitely defeated and dead and vanished Night Before Christmas. I could be really rubbish and just like dimension my door the hell out of there so that at least we've guaranteed one gone, but that'd be boring. Um, I will invoke duplicity just because um, and pop a illusionary twin of happy next to detritus and then i shall that's my action um 
And if we get... Ha 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 ha. I just remembered something. Where is it? And then at fifth level, I will cast um, Spiritual Weapon. Mm-hmm. Level amazing. Just because because it isn't concentration and <laughs> I will bonk um whichever one uh there's only one left now, is there? Yes, yes. Bonk the last one with a big bonk. Brilliant. Isn't, isn't concentration yet. Carry on. Twenty-eight to hit. That will indeed hit. What would be my dice on my fifth level spiritual weapon? Two. Oh, I only be two to get. Hey ho. That is 14 points of boss damage. Magnificent. Um, and it's a candy cane. Of course it is. On that, the Silent Knight is startled out of um, his stupor of staring at the pretty, pretty dream patterns. And it oh, it would have been at advantage then, wouldn't it? Yes, it but... would. Yeah, all attacks if you're incapacitated. Just, just quickly, how did you work out your... Um, you cost it a fifth level, yeah? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, a, it's an extra D8 for every level above the second, so... Uh, oh, well, Should my D&D be... Beyond did it wrong for some reason. I make that four. Yeah, for some reason it didn't, it says 2D8 on my D&D Beyond. Yeah, go for uh, And yeah, roll with advantage, see if you get a nat 20. Uh, I did get a natural 20. I'll add another two dice, so that's another eight fast damage on top. Great, um, fantastic. And yeah, Detroitus, you're up. Oh, how's the silent night looking? Pretty healthy still. Okay. And out of the stupor, I guess I'm just going to whack him a ton. This sounds like... Wait, him, her, them? Uh, Silent Knight uses... Is he him? Yeah. He him. Cool. I should have held the action so we could have all just smashed into him. But you did it! (laughs) You could have only held one. Yeah. I don't have an advantage this time because I just... He's still prone, so I think you do if you're attacking from melee. Oh, yeah, fine. Um, cool, okay, so that's... Okay, first one, so uh, four, 14 plus 8 is... That will hit. And 13 plus 8... That will also hit. Cool, and I'm going to one-shot two smites. Brilliant. On second level, so that's four of those, but I'll do the normal damage first to keep it in my head. So that's 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21 normal damage. Great. Uh, 21, 22, 23, 50, 51, 52, 53, 54, 55, 56, 57, 58, 59, 60, 61, 62, 63, 64, 65, 66, 67. Weren't both smites just 48? Sorry? Were both smites 48? Uh, I think so, because they were both... How do you get 67 out of 8d8? 
dice? Because I used the d10 normal ones as well. Oh, you were going cumulatively without starting again. That makes so much more sense. (laughs) Fantastic. Does that that also include the extra 1d8 because they're undead? Yeah, roll another. Oh. Oh. Yeah? Yes, it does because it was 4d8 before for 11. Oh, I see. Yes, it does. Brilliant. Um, they're looking. He's looking poorly, but he is still on his feet. Um, and that takes to the top of the round. Bleak, you're up. Oh, uh, oh yeah. Night before Christmas is mm-hmm. no more. Um, cool. I think it's Silent Night's turn to be bleaked. I think they're the only one left at the moment. Amazing. Um, am I still at disadvantage for some reason? Uh, no. Your distraction only lasted one turn. Great. Uh, I will roll these recklessly, so I will do so with advantage. Mm-hmm. Um, good job. Hold on. Just imagining you throwing the dice recklessly. There! <laughs> <laughs> uh, we love floor dice in this house. 10 plus 8 is 18. 13 um, plus 8 is 21. Uh, 18 was what you needed, so yeah, both hit. Okay, and the other one will not hit. Uh, so two hit, that's great. Let's two. do those. Fantastic. Uh, that would be 10 plus 14, so that's 24 points of <laughs> drumstick damage, and I'm going to do my little circuit around this guy Silent again. Knight is barely on his feet. Now, I need to roll for how clever he is, because will he target Happy to get his ally back? I will then... Sorry, Rebecca, I'm so sorry. I will then bonus action... um, Yes, no, do that thing first. Tundra. uh, So whoever is near me, I believe, detritus and dust... And a a reindeer of some variety, maybe? Uh, You get get three temp HP. Gorgeous. Sorry, I didn't mean to talk over that. Um, Yes, I need to see, basically, if I'm smart enough to attack Happy or if I'm going to attract the shiny, shiny paladin with the big, big ouch... Oh, I'm dumb. Okay. Um, right. In that case, Silent Night is coming for Detritus. It is very much a Hail Mary at this point. Um, but if he's going down, he wants to inflict a lot of pain as he goes. He is going to action surge, which means he gets five longsword attacks, all of them coming for Detritus. Well, unless you fall unconscious. And one of them is a 19, and I crit on a 19 or a 20. Silvery uh-huh. barbs. Um, sure. Oh, you got it. <laughs> it was a 20. Um, okay, so that one crits. Um, and then let's see with the other four. We have a an 18. A dirty 20, oh, a dirty 20, a 23, yep. and yep. a 19. Yep. Okay, so I am rolling six lots of thing. Um, so that's going to be 68 plus 25. Hello, darkness, my old friend. E- Evie, if, if you survive this to make a concentration save, you can have the advantage on it. Thank you. <laughs> um... Uh, 31 plus 25, 56 points of damage. I am down. Um, That is, I don't think I have any kind of sensible bonus action. I do not. 
that is Silent Knight's desperate last-ditch attempt to take one of you down with him. That is the end of his turn. It is Rudolph. Uh, yeah, I mean, all eight reindeer are going to charge over to try to his body to try and get I... Silent Knight out of the way. <laughs> on... Around and converging okay. on the knight. <laughs> try to his pulp. <laughs> I was going to say, each hit is an auto-crit. That's a really quick way of murdering. <laughs> That's to move faster away. Don't like Christmas now, huh? You did, you did want a pat on the head, you just didn't expect it to be... Uh... <laughs> Um, can we assume that they do their lovely, dainty sleigh-pulling leap over detritus rather than you just wipe out your friend? Yeah, baby. Great. Um, yes, please charge Silent Knight. Um, doobity-bity. Uh, oh boy. Uh, that is two natural 20s, a... How much, how, what, what's the dice you're rolling? Uh, damage dice. Um, if there's room for them to charge properly, then they're getting 3d6 plus 3 yeah. on each. Um, you, we can roll it if you'd like to feel smug, but cool. oh boy, Silent Knight is dead. Um, and yes, the frost around Silent Knight covers all of his wounds um, until he is just covered in a carapace of frost, which then hardens, thickens until it cracks and um, the ice shards disappear in mid-air. Um, the reindeer will continue galloping out the entrance and off into the snow, feeling that their job has been well done, uh, and I will drop a third-level cure wounds to get Tetritus uh, up and breathing again. Fantastic. Thank you. Um, technically, Carol is somewhere, but there's nothing at all to break Happy's concentration and she comes from another plane. So Nobody move. Assuming that none of you do anything very silly in <laughs> combat. Question mark? Oh boy, I'm present. <laughs> um, Happy is just going to insult Christmas and the house will... <laughs> oh, it's so tempting. Um, no, no. You, yeah, that is over. <laughs> you have saved Stooge. Uh, you hear from behind the study door a little, Is it safe to come out now? I want to give minuscule Tomothy a big turkey. We know just the, we know the biggest turkey around. <laughs> I know you said turkey, but I heard turtle, and I'm going to continue assuming that that's the present, but... <laughs> Excellent. Um... Assuming you let Ebenezer out of his study and he can go skipping off into the snow, a reformed and joyful man. Um, the clocks are yet again chiming one. Um, the tavern's probably still open. There should Poor be a lot of gold and some happy ghosts waiting for you there. Hmm. You know what, guys? This is the first time I've enjoyed Christmas in a very long time. Let's not make a habit of it. <laughs> Coughing up happy some blood. Happy Christmas, happy. Coughing up blood. <laughs> I'll, I'll chuck you a, the drink. <laughs> I'll chuck a fourth level into um, detritus. I will just offer detritus a nut. <laughs> Another walnut for you. Thank we'll you. We'll soak up this. the blood. <laughs> Hold it to wound. <laughs> oh, no. 24. 24, thank you. Uh, you got 16 from mine for, for what it's worth. Nice. 
Um, if you do head over to the tavern, um, the ghosts are in fact waiting with this enormous pile of gold. Um, detritus, the skeletal hand reaches out and pats you on the head and the ghosts of past and present whisper in sort of spooky stereo sound. Well done, boy. Validation. We're proud of you. <gasps> um, All of my Christmas dreams have come true. <laughs> and from across the town, you can hear the squeaky sound of a small, obnoxiously virtuous little boy shouting out, What a huge turkey! Thank you, Mr. Stooge! Nice bless us, everyone! <laughs> And there is very probably where we should let this obnoxiously forced um, <laughs> quality come to an end. <laughs> Thank you ever so much for playing and surviving. Um, feel free to go be Scrooges again if you would like. And thank you everyone for joining us um, and being a part of the festive shenanigans that were tonight's show. Um, if you enjoyed tonight, and even if you didn't, we play every single Monday and Tuesday from 6pm GMT. Um, we also um, have our talk show, Talk Together or Talking is a Free Action, depending on a Friday where we interview our players, DMs and other TTRPG voices that is 6 to 7 p.m gmt um all of our shows are streamed at twitch.tv forward slash roll together rpg you can find all of our content archived at youtube.com forward slash roll together rpg and there are podcast versions of all our shows available pretty much everywhere search for you guessed it roll together rpg a huge thank you to our brilliant and beautiful d20 club on patreon there should be a link popping up in chat now please do join them every penny helps us make all of the content that we do um Huge thanks again to all of our sponsors and supporters. And please don't forget, we're all over social media as Roll Together RPG. Another enormous thank you to my players who put up with another very inexperienced DM doing some murder to more classic literature. Um, and yep, thanks for watching. Dice bless you, everyone. Bye.